Star, star, Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude fizz on the fizz on the feet. Yeah, yeah. We living in entertainment, entertainment. Sound same, sound same, sound same. Crown the king, crown the king's only. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the field. Starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, teams and long seas, they taking no shorts. Don't hide the tempo. Yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's corpse. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you say for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always this season if people start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, kick. We got what you we need. Got what you in the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live it. We got what you we need. Got what you yeah. need. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, kick. We got what you we need. Got what you and y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the illest cat stick. I got what you need. I got what you need. I got what you need. 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 A quick moment of silence for my fucking return back to Facebook. We back. <laughs> newest episode of the star five podcast you know who the fuck i am y'all should be missing me because y'all haven't been tuning into our youtube page but because i've been I, I decided to make my return after two years said might as well come back to the house real quick so you can see how much shit changed up but tj still likes skin. what up good brother <laughs> yeah. uh. Yo, for the most part, I'm good, but the, my week started off really rough, man. Um, very close childhood friend of mine that I met, one of the first people that I met when I moved to Mount Vernon from the Bronx passed away earlier this week. Rest in peace to my man, Lewis Allen, and the whole Allen family. I'm real tight with his family and his brothers. Then another friend of mine caught a stroke on, like, Tuesday. I don't know what the fuck is going on out here. People are getting sick. People are dying. Another co-worker of mine, her pops just passed away a week and a half ago. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? All this doom and gloom around me. But for the most part, mentally, I'm good. Um, went out to Brooklyn last night, did the Bark Barbecue. Excellent spot. They ain't getting no sponsors from us, but I'm just shouting them out because the food was good. Uh, the, the line was super long for that shit, but it was worth it. And um, chilling, man. I had a crappy day on the basketball court today. But, you know, exercise is exercise. Did a lot of running for no reason, I felt. <laughs> but besides that, it's all in all, it's good. Looking forward to the last two holidays of the year. I got some time off coming up, so I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to hand the man down to my boy, Delisper. What's good, Mr. Ty? Um, 
had a good week. You see how we in sync already? Because like you had the, somebody died and Dan had the moment of silence. So you, that's syncing up, right? We already synced up. We like women with their, uh, you know, with their menstruals. We done synced up. <laughs> I love it. But I'm here. I um, Yeah, my week is not interesting because it's like I said, when you're the boss, you don't really do too much. And if you got a good team, then nothing fuck you know what I mean nothing happens. So I'm kind of like, you know, that's why life is good, sir. Work shit. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be good, but I don't like it. I feel I, I'm used to like, <laughs> you know what I mean, getting busy. You want some drama. I'm used yeah, I'm used to work drama. Like I'm used to it. So <laughs> now, like when shit quiet, you know, it's kind of weird. But other than that, I don't have nothing interesting going on. I'm just ready to get busy. Cause I think I started a little bit of a fire. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, and, and as you mentioned just a second ago, great choice of fucking words when saying drama. Because the bullshit that this man started early this week, where when we get to it, we're going to play the video. But I feel like fucking Denzel in the movies pointing the finger like this when I talk right now. On <laughs> all you motherfuckers. <laughs> But anyway, we ain't hyped because we're back on Facebook. This is the energy we've been on. Y'all just been missing out. But uh, oh, yeah, we the the homie Jamal is coming through in a few minutes. A fancy football team. Tariq Hill just scored a touchdown. But uh, Ooh, got your pop, who is Facebook user to get your popcorn ready? We need to know who you are. Go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook. Click that shit so we can know who you are, so we can get back to showing love to, you know, the people who only show love to the fans. Don't keep shit all day until we lose every viewer, because that's just me. I'm just an asshole. I have a feeling I'm gonna do that, but (laughs) it's Brian. Oh, Brian. My bad. What's up, Brian? (laughs) You good? (laughs) You good? But yeah, man, freaking, you know, the hiatus is over. Quick aside story on why I came back. TJ, you were around for some of it. It was because yes, the group that I own, that I'm I am the co- I'm the COO of the COO of this group, by the way, legitimately, legally. Yeah, n- no bullshit. I heard we was back on our bullshit, and I go, I caught a, I caught a message on Instagram like, "Yo, y'all deleted Blankety Blank's post," and I was like, "Nigga, you forgot I haven't been on Facebook in almost two years." And he kept talking about the thing, yeah. and I'm like, and then as soon as I heard, I was like, "Who was? What happened? The pettiness behind it?" I was like, "Oh, nah, this Bro. shit is." This shit is Bro. too intriguing to get back in there. Bro, it was spicy. I said, you know what? It was spicy. Again, anybody who's coming through as Facebook user, we don't know who you are. Or it's Brian. Are. He said, no, it's no. What's the half people? Oh, that was still Brian saying it? Or somebody yeah. else? I think that was still Brian saying it. Okay. It came through like it was somebody different. But anyway. Facebook, streamyard.com slash Facebook so we can see your name. If not, go to our YouTube so we can see who the fuck you are. Word. But yeah, shenanigans occurred. 
and per uh, and, and, and people got exposed for who they are. And it's it's Tyrone, you're you're unfamiliar with all of this shit because I, I'll get you added to the hip hop discussion group and all that. But TJ knows exactly what it is, exactly who went down, exactly everything about it. And this is a person that we know is a real individual. But don't try to. This is a gaslighting situation. Don't the try chickens to came home to roost. <laughs> quote, quote the great. Quote the great. Malcolm X and all. No, that was uh, Louis Farrakhan and Malcolm X said that, I believe. The chickens definitely have come home to roost. And we will leave that at that. But pause. Like Mac 10 used to call himself the big, the chicken hawk came back in the building <laughs> because I had, I had to see what went down and I missed all of it. But I caught the remnants and the aftermath and... I got I got screenshots for you to send you if you want them. Nigga, I've been asking everybody for them, and I saw the main screen. I got you. I need to see you the whole thing. I got messy? you. You being messy, bro? Sean, you nah, know. man. No, Tyrone, Tyrone. Nah, son. I came back to Facebook to specifically be on fucking evil time. Either <laughs> evil, evil, <laughs> either evil or straightforward. Either evil shit or just straight up straightforward on some like whatever fuck you. And I say that because when I made my return and I, I made a post, I, I made a post, you know, just like yo, here's where I've been, here's what's been happening. Because I know y'all haven't been coming through and watching the podcast, so this is what's been going on, and only the select handful of people. And I literally can probably go like this and contain everybody in these two hands who's reached out, who's kept in touch while I stayed off of Facebook. And TJ's shaking his head because even if it wasn't by proxy of the pack, the podcast, he probably would have been one that would have still, you know what I'm saying? Oh, if you know, I reached out to you when you was going through your thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Making sure and, you was good. And and every and people know I it's not I suck with reaching out to people, but I also took a step back because I was the one at one time who did all the reaching out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you who can't do that. Yeah, out, who did all the outreach, who did all the event setups, all that yo. I took 2023 off from setting up any kind of events and shit like that to see who else was doing it. And I'm not talking this shit because I've talked this same shit to people's right to their faces. So, and everybody knows everybody's seen it. The only things I set up and organized this year was, yo, we couldn't make it to Philly cigar week. Jamal held us down. J one con. The starting five podcast stuck. That was it. You know what I'm saying? But normally, that's what it is. But 2024, we're getting back to that. I'm getting back to it somewhat because I had a conversation with my older cousin who he he like he he turns 58 December 23rd. December 23rd, I turned 44. December 25th, 
My father, I think, turned 70, 71, December 20. But point is, is this. And I mentioned my father, the cousin, myself, because the way that, like, my father grew up with my cousins, the way they grew up in Perth, Annemar, New Jersey, the family lived close to each other. So they was together all the time. My father and the older cousin has had, had like, a you know, like that, like the little relate, the little dumb relationship, even though my brother, my father has brothers and a sister, you know, but that was, you know, that was his big dog. You know what I'm saying? And so he hit me on some like, yo, like, cause we've always kind of, we've always stayed in contact like that. Where it's like, he, as he expressed to me, like, my relationship with you is like how your father was with me. And I was like, yo, I fucking see it. So we were talking about making sure we set family events up and stuff like that because of how he grew up, how they grew up. They were always tight connected. But like my father said, it was like, yo, yeah, but we lived right around the corner from each. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole family was in like a block community, you know, not far away from each other. Right. You know, but now we're all spread out. But point is, is we all got youngers that need to know who the fuck their family is and shit like that. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm back on my shit when I need to. You know, if, you know what, Dan, you, you say that we got away from the meet and greets. And so I think COVID fucked all that, that up for us. Cause we was, we was pretty consistent with that for years, for years, we do an annual meet and greet and stuff like that. And we haven't done one in a long time. Who set them up? With the exception of Sarah, shout out to Sarah, shout out to Sarah, and congratulations. Sarah does a good job. But who who generally set yeah. them up? You know what? Some some things you you're the man for, Dan. Some things you you're the pe- you're the person that pulls people together. Somebody else trying to do it is not going to work as well as you do it, and that's and what it is. And not everybody gives me props for it either, but that's okay. I'm I'm giving you your flowers I now. Know, sir. I know. I know, I know. I recognize. <laughs> yo, 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 I'm going to say this with my chest. I'm 100% in. See me poking it out? I'm 100% <laughs> in for meet and greets, bro. I will show up and set the table. I'll do anything for a meet and greet. But TJ, by the way, you know, like how we, how this is how we got down. Yeah, we I'm, formed like Voltron. That's, that's the only way I met. I met Dan at a Pete Rock versus fucking, um, premiere uh free concert on 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 the fdr at a park on the fdr highway i met him i met mike jones i met um quite a few people that day quite a few people that day it was and our first and our first link up spot used to be the brooklyn hip-hop festival that became my annual father's day gift because that be, that became like an annual meetup for us as a crew. Everybody went. It was my Father's Day gift, you know, from the family and all that. Because it became an annual thing anyway. And then it was like we used to have anniversary meet and greets. Because we did our first one in like a December back in like 2010. So like these are people now that it's like literally like I've like almost a decade and a decade plus and like you know families was formed off of this group right here you know legitimately a family shout outs to ian and is was formed off of this group partially happened because of you you, you get what i'm saying tyrone like it's like it's like like this is this is the level of 
what we built in within this space. Like, like I said, like I meant, I was just saying, TJ, before you froze up, it was like, yo, families was born. That's how relationships were built. Yeah. This is how deep that this was run. This runs. Families were born. Relationships were built. This name has been created as a business name for the past since 2018. You know what I'm saying? So that's not for me. That might be. And we did some impactful shit for hip hop. Yeah, we've done some impactful shit for hip hop as well. Hey, fellas, I just want to say this real quick. Get out the way. If if y'all see me look like that. That's because that's where my TV is and the NFL is on. So I, I peek at the scores real quick with something going on in the game. So I'm not, okay. not, not listening. I'm just peeking at the, you know, and uh, side note, real quick. And shout out to Curtis. Go ahead. Yeah, nah, side note. This is why I hate fucking this delivery non contact shit. Fucking delivery guy just dropped off upstairs neighbor who always orders food, whatever. Put the fucking it put the guy's pizza on the porch with this bottle of water on the fucking porch. It took a picture, walked away. I asked to just do this now. He didn't like, ring the bell. He didn't know. I asked him, yo, what's the name of the pizzeria? He said Maria's. I was like, all right, I wanted to know so I know that never fucking order from there again. To never order from there at all. <laughs> that yo, I find this 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 levels of disrespect. You're not putting my food on the ground. That when you mentioned COVID changing shit and that leave it at the doorstep, I fucking hate it. Yeah, put it in my hand. Yeah. You're not putting my food on the floor, but my bad. I'm just sorry. ring the bell. Why is it so hard to ring the fucking bell? Yo, just ring the bell. I come to the door. Hand me my shit. Raining. It's yeah. raining, and the porch yeah. is wet. Why yeah. you put the cardboard box on the fucking floor? Yeah. Here, here's my crazy thing, right? They know that I that I know I ordered food. So if you ring the bell, I know I ordered food. I'm waiting for it. I'm expecting it to come. I'm tracking you and shit. I see what time you're going to get here. So they act like, oh, ringing the bell is like I'm going to take a long time to answer the door or something. No. I'm expecting the food. I'm tracking you. I can see what time you're coming. If you ring the fucking bell, I know I ordered food. I'm going to come to the door. So when they say, oh, I dropped it, I set it down, it's like, you said it then when you knew I was waiting for it. You knew I was tracking you. You knew I knew you was out here. So ringing the bell was only going to take you a fucking second, bro. Like nah, but second. but but some but sometimes you got to put some draws on, even though you know it's coming. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, that ain't enough for you to leave the shit on the floor, though. <laughs> TJ, 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 why do you got to put draws on, bro? You don't know who delivering that food. It could be a fine young lady that want to see what I got going hey, on. Creepo Tyrone, there we go. Here we go. Nah. Speaking of Creepo Tyrone, yo, <laughs> I can't get no beef with my dick out. <laughs> hey, yo. Wow, wow, wow. 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 This is what y'all miss, wow. Facebook people. See, that Brian said, like Brian said, he's, we just ordered from DoorDash. Is the rest, of, see, yo, this is petty side note for me. I love it when people say, oh, we ordered DoorDash, we order Uber Eats. Is that the rest of our name? No, <laughs> right. I know, I know. But no, Being but asked. no, but the people, but the people who deliver work for DoorDash and Uber Eats, so right, it's not but, the restaurant. Yo, right. But you're saying I ordered DoorDash or I ordered Uber Eats. 
know what restaurant did you order from? That's I want to know that. Like, what's the restaurant? Put, put me Dan, no, Dan, no, Dan, it don't matter what restaurant you order no, from. No. The delivery person works for he the did. delivery company. I, no, 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 you're he missing did. what he I'm did. saying. You're he missing what I'm saying. I know that. You do. I oh, know that. Okay. What's the restaurant? Now, 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 I get it when you don't want to expose the shits. Yes, DoorDash. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But as a set petty side note, but, but PZ, what up, what up, good brother? Like, he, what we was just saying, we just ordered DoorDash and I got the kicks on, ready to run. It's pouring out here. Yeah. Like Tyrone said, nigga, you're going to be ready. <laughs> you're going to be ready. You're going to be ready. Hit that fucking get in the downstar position yeah. as soon as the bell ring. But yeah. don't know why I'm going to be ready. Because I don't I don't want to give him no more tip than I want to give him. You know what I mean? I want to give him $5 tip. But I know that if I take 10 minutes to get to the door, um, I'm going to feel like I owe him more than the $5 tip. So I want right. to make sure that my tip is, is appropriate for what he's doing. So I'm not. I'm going to be ready because I feel like if 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 I got if he got to wait ten minutes, I owe him more tip than I want to give him. You know what I mean? Pause. So that's why I'm talking about. I can't answer the door with with my dick out. You just that, that's you measure how much tip you're going to give him. <laughs> Yo, no, <laughs> you said all this. You said all this at different moments of time. <laughs> prior, prior. This is prior conversation, sir. Right. You cheating again. Y'all always cheating. This ain't a cheat. I'm just melding <laughs> and remixing everything you said. Yo, man. The shit come together like a chain reaction, like the BC boy said. <laughs> 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 it all come together like a chain reaction. But nah, but all right. But yeah, we back on Facebook. Who the fuck is this? Shout outs to you. But again, Streamyard.com slash Facebook. Go to that so we can see who you are. I'm or YouTube. Or go straight to our YouTube. I'm not going to shout you as a Facebook user anymore. We don't but know who you are. But Tyrone, thanks for watching. Many of y'all don't know the brother Tyrone yet. Met through Instagram. This is for people that are on Facebook that hasn't been around on the block in YouTube when, with us. Met the brother through TikTok, man. Funny dude. At first, I used to see him like, yo, who's this old ass nigga with all the grays doing all this video content? Wow. Like that. Oh, no, in my head, wow. just, in my head, it was like, yo, like, Truth then comes out. Comment, and then I comment, <laughs> I comment, but his shit was always witty. His shit was always on time. You know what I'm saying? And then it was, and then it was like, yo, I started to see him in the wrestle talk space. And then it was like, yo, he mentioned he had a podcast. And I was like, you know what? Let me go check this shit out. So I went, I I try to support people on the podcasting level like us first. You know what I'm saying? AKA, we don't get that many spins. Like, I'm not looking, I'm not looking at my Spotify wrapped. Never again. Because I, <laughs> I, I was Spotify wrapped. It, it, I blame y'all. Humble the fuck up real fast, don't it? <laughs> but yo, friends, how many of us have them? <laughs> I'm rapping today, but nah, but yo, when I realized the dude had the brother had a podcast and all that, like he always likes to recite. Like, I had to reach out, I'm like, yo, you need to, yo, you, what was the last episode? Like, yo, your shit is funny, like, your dude is funny, 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 funny. 
And then we had him on a couple episodes earlier this year. Then I went back and I was like, yo, I we've been looking for a fifth for the longest. What y'all think about adding this brother on to the team? <clears throat> and everybody, everybody, even this guy was like, yo, he fit. Every time we had him in the guest spot. Peace, Leaf. What yes, Leaf. Brother? Yes, Leaf. What's good? But every time, every time we we talked about like, yo, we, you know, Jamal, like when we, when it was time to add Tyrone, it was just like, yeah, he fits with us. Even though I will say Tyrone comes in and he thinks he's gonna argue us down, he thinks he's going to have the point in the take that's gonna take us out. What the fuck happens all the time? Pop the pin, we defuse this. Y'all cheat. Yeah, that's it. And then what we call cheaters, Jamal. We put in the Konami code <laughs> to have enough lives to defeat him. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> what's good, y'all? Sorry I'm late, man. That's okay, but it was just talking oh, to the people that hasn't been checking us out on YouTube with our return to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Telling them about the brother Tyrone and like how we added him, and I was just like, "Yo!" After again, after bringing it back to y'all, it was like, you know, both. This both. fits. That's what's up. Definitely. So I, I, I was trying to throw it to y'all to give y'all takes on add the brother, but you missed that alley you. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, nah, no, nah, I got it because you know Ty. That's a funny dude. Was, that was the Patrick Ewing finger roll. Okay. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna come through with the steel chair and start bashing niggas in the head, and then we was like, "Nah, we just he's just gonna get jumped. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna get jumped, dog. We don't play that here, dog. Swing that shit on you want, you gonna get clipped. You know." <laughs> But it's been on love, you know. We we like button pushes here, and Tyrone definitely def- pushes the buttons. Mister Green, how you been, sir? You looking good over there? Good, man. A little tired, but you know it's all good. I wish I could have been out in the backyard, but it's raining like hell over here. I'm not part of Jersey, so I'm back up in the of the room here. But um, you know, everything is good. But no, just piggybacking what you said. Yeah, once once Ty was a natural a natural fit, man. From the time. He came on when we did the um, what was the, uh, the cartoon tournament, and Ty came for Voltron the way he did. Yeah, know. he was real know. disrespectful, dog. Yeah, he was real disrespectful. disrespectful. <laughs> 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 and so. it's funny, it's funny because we're giving. It's like we feel like we talking shit, but we're it's just giving you props. Like it's yeah. it's all just giving you props. Yeah. Good, <laughs> but but like I said. The second part of this, the end of this show, like this man definitely caused the shits this week. We'll get into that. But Tyrone, again, man, like, yeah, just we will wax poetic on about you, you know, say to the people of the Starfire podcast group. Um, I, I just wanted, I just showed up. You know what I mean? I just wanted to show up. That's it. All I want to do is show up, be myself, and, and talk some shit. I never expected to get to be a part of this. I never expected to get to like, <clears throat> even like I said, Dan, when, when I when I conversed with you about my podcast being stopped, like I didn't feel like doing it no more. I didn't feel respected. You know what I mean? I, I was kind of fucked up with it. 
I didn't expect for you to 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 be like, no, go ahead, bro. I listen to it. You know what I mean? I didn't expect none of that. You know what I mean? So I just came in. I just was myself, and I just whatever happens happens. And and I'm just so happy that this was able to come about. And like I said, when you when you a real man and real men can have real conversations, that this is what happened. And so and now I'm just like I'm so happy because. This has given me avenues. I would have never went to J1 Khan, you know what I mean? I would have never met Thought Squad, which now me and her is cool. Like, we friends. Like, if she blows up, I know she's going to be like, I was one of the first supporters, you know what I mean? I would have never got some opportunities had I not met you guys. And so that's why I always say, like, I'm, I'm very grateful, very humble, and very thankful that you guys agreed to incorporate me into this shit because this this opened up doors for me that I, I you know, I wasn't on this level. You know what I mean? So I, I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> Leaf, go to our YouTube page from earlier this year and look up, or even just go to our podcast streams and look up. What was it? I forgot what was a cartoon. I forgot the name of the cartoon tournament. It was a, and a cartoon. It was a cartoon tournament. Yeah, it was it. Was that one of our like Sweet Sixteens at the time? No, yeah, it was because it was yeah, during yeah, it was yeah, Sweet Sixteen. And we only did sweet yeah. sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except for yeah, but he was out of pocket, Leaf. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, to come at Voltron. He was out of pocket, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of coming out of a pocket, <laughs> big O. Oh man, the Tito of the group. I ain't even mad. We got everybody. <laughs> I ain't even mad. We got everybody today. So that, that's what's what's up. Joint, what's your joint on landscape sideways. <laughs> you can't show a whole room. You can't show a whole room. No, not to the feds is watching. You got the ring light on the wrong side. And it got the whole phone grip too. This thing is drunk. He's wasting. Come on. What up, big old? Your man got the Cameron sweater on. He got the Cameron hoodie on. He always accidentally brings the comedic moment. Like it's not even on purpose. He always brings the most funniest moment on the show, and that shit's always on accident. Like. No, fan been this way since I knew him, since I met him. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nearest, man. Still, bro. Uncle Nearest will get you. Yeah, I see why they call it Nearest, man. She gets you near as God. <laughs> Your mic's uh, how, how, close, how, how close is he to you right now? How close is the uncle to you right now, Oh, <laughs> About right there. Mind. <laughs> it's about right there. <laughs> you can feel him touching him. He's touching him. He's touching him. <laughs> but uh oh, we got try to work your camera. I turned on I tried to turn up your mic camera. I mean not your camera, but your mic volume. I turned it up in this end in the in the uh in the stream yard settings. <laughs> Talk real quick. Yo, yo. Yeah, you still sound like you, you sound like you're far away. Back of the room. But anyway, we back with the shits again for the people that haven't been rocking with us on the YouTubes. 
we've transitioned a lot of how we do the show. If sports comes up, sports comes up. But we literally have been talking about whatever and anything. And y'all would notice if y'all been keeping it real with us. But, you know, I, again, I'm I'm getting all my venting out because fuck most of y'all. But Tyrone, you're taking the lead on this first part. The last part is the major conversation, which is the whole N-word pass situation, which I'm going to play the TikTok that used that started this whole shit. I'm gonna play that later. But the other part we wanted to get into, have at it. Oh, okay. So we doing the N-word part later on. Blast. Blast. Okay, Blast. okay. Well, okay, so fine. I wanted to um, ask you, brothers, and that's why I, I wanted this to be a part of the podcast. And I wanted to say this, right? We talk about like professional athletes, we talk about actors, we talk about all these people that we that we deem to be superstars and whatever they do, if they act as whatever, you know, superstars, famous people, whatever they do, right? And I just wanted to ask, like, how far and how important is their morality to you as a person? Because you know how, like, for instance, when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling and it was a lot of people that was like, I'm boycotting, I'm never watching the NFL again. For me, I was like, fuck that. I don't care what's going on. I'm watching football. Like, he, like Colin Kaepernick's moral values is not enough for me to not watch football and shit like that. Or like, or like when a certain character from a certain show might cheat on his wife or some shit like that. And people were like, I'm not watching that show no more. He's a cheating. You know what I mean? So I'm saying to you guys, I wanted to know, how far does morality of a character or a, or, or a superstar or a person that you know, how far does that take it for you to like, how far do you does that matter in what you watch or how you participate? There's, le- there's, there's levels to it. There's levels to it. I'll, I'll start. There's levels to it. So a person like will will just state the obvious R. Kelly, right? I don't listen to none of his music, past, present, whatever. I stopped listening to the brother altogether for for what he's done and what he's been accused of and convicted of all that shit so there's levels to it like you said colin kaepernick i still watch football i'm a fan of football but i supported his his cause it wasn't like i wasn't down for his cause it's just something like you said it wasn't enough for me to stop watching football um but if you there's there's levels to everything and it's got to be with you on a personal level it's got to it's how it affects your morals on a personal level. So um, in that sense, where do you draw the line at supporting or listening or or buying the person's merch or, you know, being a fan of them? Where does that line in the sand for you as a person come from? So it might not be for everybody uh, to say, I listen to this person or I, I still watch this or I'm still a part of that. It's got to be for you as a person. Where do you draw your line in the sand at? And that's where I'll say, I'll say it with that. Yeah, I was gonna say for me, I don't go ahead. Oh, let me let's hear you. I want to see if you sound any better. I, I, was, I was gonna say, man, if if if, if that's the case, boy, we're you're gonna stop this. You're gonna have to stop this to a lot more music, boy, because the shit the shit is coming out. It's like a it's like a slow drip. From a faucet, the shit that's coming out with with Aaron Hall and and Puff and all them dudes, man. So 
I mean, it's it's I don't know, it's it's a tough slippery slope, man, to 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 go down. I mean, if if R. Kelly's music is on, I probably ain't gonna turn it off, but I'm not gonna go look for it. Because now everything that everything that he everything that he's song he plays, you gotta double back now and 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 really be like, yo, who's he singing about? Like like you know, they they, they had a song, uh, Aaron Hall song, that Don't Be Afraid song. It's like word for yo, word that he was talking that, that about. Changed, yo. That changed, yeah, over time. Yeah. And that's one yeah. of my favorite, that's one of my favorite joints too. Yo, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like you, this dude, this dude telling on himself like Young Doug, man. Yo, so it's where, I get what you're saying, oh, it's where did they get their source of inspiration to write that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they were going through it. They were going through it. We didn't have that knowledge. We thought he was just a great songwriter, but he was actually mm-hmm. pulling from experience. Seems like you're ready. Pulling from experience. You know, don't be afraid. Pulling yeah. from experience. So you're like, oh shit! The light bulb goes off. You're like, ah, nah, bro. Say you didn't go there with that. That's not how you got that. Wrote that song. Not to side, not to sidebar off of anybody's points, but the one joint that for some reason still to this day gets a pass. Y'all should probably know where we're going since we're in this R&B lane. Backstage, underage, adolescent. How you doing? Fine. Like and that he, shit still he, gets passes for people. Wow. Yeah, you know what? You know what? This dude Dan over here. I don't know if he remember. I said we might have had the ESP like the telepathy thing because he knew about the little situation he did a moment time. I think he really got it because every week y'all notice how he's still my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. That motherfucker's been saying that they've been doing yep. it. And I was going to bring that exact line up, and then over here stealing my shit. Professor X. But now, nah, but my point to this whole thing is, is if you're looking for a celebrity or something that you're a fan of to find your fucking morality out of, you have a lot more soul searching and work to do internally. And I will say it like that: AJ number number. Yup. Damn. I didn't even, I thought Aaliyah was older than me when she came out. She was the same fucking age as me. Damn. <laughs> Ain't Damn. You see who you wait, yo, y'all keep letting him insult y'all. Is that because he's the host or what? I don't know. But damn, we you know who you talking to? We ain't we ain't about to let nobody define our morality. We grown men, we must define our morality on our own. I'm saying that. How far does the other person's morality make you? No, 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 no. Stop. How you going it's, it's individual. Before you, it's all individual you, to that person. And be, um, before yeah, you yeah. even not let me get my shit out, Tyrone, pause, is you started and led this question. This is one of them things you got to get with building and hosting. Remember what the fuck you said. Because you said not- to you. <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't spin it. Don't spin it. You said you led the question with to you. Yeah. How important is their morality to you? Not my morality to no, that's what I'm saying. And I'm I'm giving and I didn't even get to finish my answer. Oh and you jumped down, you jumped on me. (laughs) I didn't even get to finish. That's why I led with the general statement to say to me, it don't fucking matter. Remember who you are as a person. Remember who you are as an adult. But 
if you fuck it up, that's your life. It ain't mine, but thank you for the lesson on what not to do. And so the morality so, is... So it just it's, it's individualistic, man. It's individualistic right. to your own morality code. How much you can take, how much, how much where your where your line in the sand is, and how much you can separate the art from the artist. So it, it's it's really nebulous in a lot of ways. But uh yeah, it, it all comes down to your own, you know, your own personal morality code. And and um so yeah, DJ. So when he says their morality, like if we was in the same room with that person, we wouldn't condone that. She'd be like, yeah, hey, yo, what the fuck is going on? I didn't sign up for this, bro. I'm not chilling with you like that. Right. That's where the morality, their morality would be. And I'd be like, nah, I'm out. Yo, oh, this yeah. is what y'all doing? I'm out. Because I don't want to get caught up in this. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. Oh, you, 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 you want some sucker shit? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because I can't, I can't promote, I can't, I don't agree with this. I right, can't right. stop it, but I'm not going to be here to entertain it. I'm not here to entertain that because that, that's not the way I was brought up. That's not the way I'm built. You right. know what I'm saying? And so I'm say that's that point, where the line is drawn. My bad. And to the way you said it was like, we're all of that arrow to where it's like, yo, we might not run out there and just throw you under the bus, but we ain't going to stand there for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's a whether, that's a whether or not like, do we choose to do we choose to intervene and step in and and try to like like if it's too egregious of course we might step in step in but if it looks like some shit that it's like you know like i like you said on some like moral compass type of time where it's like eh, then we just leave listen. the situation and most of us will act like yeah nothing. listen Listen, we all been in a situation where we was uncomfortable. Be like, oh, is this what y'all doing? It's like, yeah, and I'm just like, mm, that that's it's not for me. And it's like, oh, yeah. you not you not down with this? And you like, nah, because nah, you can see where it's going. It didn't get there yeah. yet, but you can see where it's going. What and happens after that is none of my business because I wasn't there to comment on it, so I can't I can't say anything Irish, after that. And we we'll usually make the Iris exit out of there. We won't even say peace. It's just quick. Yeah, right I'm out. Okay, so let me put let me let me put a little spin on it, right? Now, now, TJ, I agree with what you said. For me too, I I love R. Kelly music. I did. I, I was stepping in the name of love and all that shit. After all of that shit came out, after I really watched Surviving R. Kelly, yeah, R. Kelly music can't play in my house because now when I hear it, right. I hear it differently, and I feel a type of way about it. Like it's not like you know how before music used to make you feel good, you want to dance. Now when I hear R. Kelly shit. I'm angry. Like, it fucks with me. You're cringing. You're cringing, right? yeah. So here's the other thing, too, right? So when you look at, like, for me in my real life, I don't believe in cheating on a woman. I don't I don't believe in that. I don't do it. I'm like, if you're dealing with a woman, you, you don't cheat on her, blah, 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 right? So when you find out NFL players, NBA players, all these dudes are cheating on their wives, right? And you go, oh, I don't. I don't want to watch that team no more. I don't want to support them no more. You cheat on the fight. But for me, in my head, it's like, NBA players can cheat. You, you got to understand this. You got a dude that got a whole bunch of money that's young and attractive, young, attractive, and rich, and he and he's traveling to different states 80 times a year 
And so if you're a woman and you marry that dude and you cheat, it's kind of like for me, my morality says, hey, you you know that's going to happen. You you jumping in for it. You benefiting from it. And you need to just like fall back and chill. So that doesn't bother me when they say NBA players and, and NFL players and professional athletes cheat. That shit doesn't bother me to fuck at all. So 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 I get what you're saying, because we we're not in that circle. We're not in that era. We don't we don't live these people's lives and have people we, it's not like we get women thrown at each other at us on a daily basis because of who we are right even though i'm sure that's a great fucking feeling i'll never know that but it's like you said like we don't know what goes on in these circles like you see all these nba players passing dozens of of chicks around the same chick we threw like four nba teams and i'm not i'm not getting on women or whatever how how they do their business it's just like why I've got all this money and I'm established. Why do I want something that you had and Dan had and old had and Jay like not, that's not appealing to me. I want to get out and get my own shit, but these guys are all in the same circles. These women know the circles that they travel in. And this is what this, this is what this life is. You could be a hip hop head. You could be a, a, a rapper. You could be a movie star. There's, there's, there's circles. It's very small. It's very small, and they only deal with each other. They're not dealing with the regular bullshit we're dealing with. So, when when you hear shit like this, it's you gotta kind of expect it on certain on on some level. But that's why we always reference back to Derek Jeter because he was the king. He kept his business clean. He didn't get married till after he was retired, and he did what he wanted to do, how he wanted to do it. And there was no backlash. There was no drama. He didn't have no illegitimate kids. None of that shit. He kept his shit clean. I don't know, understand why more players can't follow that book or, or do they even give a fuck to follow that book because of who they are, with the money they make, and how they live. That spoke almost, part of what TJ said spoke almost directly to how my mind state was, even from back in high school. Now, again, back in high school, I, I, I had no girlfriends, couldn't get with nobody. The few that I tried to all like the friend of mine. I've always taken the approach of if you were with a friend of mine, now you can only be a friend of mine. If you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you were with a friend mm-hmm. of mine, you can only be a friend of mine. And it's not because it is like right. Oh, I and I never took that approach of like how people look at, which is stupid to me, of like, oh woman, you use goods, you've been ran through, blah, 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 blah. Stupid ass takes like that. If you are with somebody who is not a virgin, they've been with somebody before you. Grow the fuck up and get over it. Grow the fuck up and get over it. You were with somebody that was with somebody before you. You know, like the whole thing of, oh, you was with the porn star. You was a, so fucking what? If that was in the past and it stays in the past, that's where the fuck it is. Plain and simple. But this whole thing, when we're talking mental uh, morality clause and things like that, it, it brought me back to who mentioned before the Kaepernick situation. We've done so many shows on the Kaepernick situation back when, and shout outs to the brother JP. Congrats to the start of his new podcast, Generations of the Game. It's up on YouTube right now. But we was following that shit week 
for week for week for week by week by week by week. And you can track how my mind state followed throughout the whole thing if you listen to those episodes. Because like y'all said, I stood with Cat thousand percent for what it was. I love football. I wasn't stopping the watching football because I recognized right out the gate the people who were the loudest on the internet and about, oh, fuck the NFL. I Y'all never watched football in the first place. <laughs> you only entertained football during the Super Bowl. Or unless you were with somebody that liked football and then, oh, or I'm in the environment that football was on TV. We just dealt with it, right? You know, you stayed with it and you watched the football because you was in the space. You never was really a football fan to say anything about it to even comment on the game itself. And then two, you're choosing the one to spite the foul, the hundreds of other black players that were still playing in the league. You're spiting everybody else for one guy and then calling them coons and all, all these derogatory names for choosing to feed their families. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, yeah, morally, we stood with you because, yo, you're right in what you were standing for. But then when you started to really weed out what was going on and what it looked like, it all ended up looking like, yeah, it did look like he did this shit and took the right spin on it, but did this shit because he got benched and then it was in turn looking for another job. You know, that's that's how it to me it boiled down to Dan. It never diluted Dan, this goes back to the Black Lives Matter rap message. <clears throat> this goes back to the one bad apple spoiling a whole bunch type deal. Like you you can't mm-hmm. like you said, you can't you can't you can't kick out the whole league because there's still hundreds of black players in the league. That are making money and and trying to eat and feed their families. So you can't, you know, say we're going to boycott the entire NFL. The NFL is a is an entity. It's a business, and there's that supplies. Problems within it. But there's problems within yes, it. With 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 every corporation, this 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 is this is true. With every corporation, this is true. Nobody's hands is clean. My my point was more for me. My point was more for me. It was like, I love football. Like, you know what I mean? Like, love it. Like, I, I don't watch the NFL. Like, that's my Sunday, right? And my point was, I do want to support Kaepernick. I understand why he was kneeling, right? And, but, but then it was like, is that enough for me to, like, I haven't went through maybe what Kaepernick is talking about. I know police brutality is happening, but is it enough for me to give up something that I love just to show my solidarity, I can show my solidarity in other ways, but I have to give up football to show that I, I can't do it. I could not stop watching football just because of that. Right, and but then see, especially when, hold on, especially when the narrative changed. Yeah, when Colin first kneeled and he was saying it was about like the black injustices, I was cool with that. But then when it became about, do we disrespect the flag? Are we talking about army people? The president got involved. The narrative changed, and then I was just like. The kneeling ain't is fucking irrelevant at this point. So I'm watching football. Yeah, but the narrative, the, the, people, the funny did, shit. 
people didn't fully allow the narrative to change. Make your point, TJ, because I wanted to actually spin it off of my comments to something else. Right. Well, what I was going to say is uh, it's a little bit crazy because it's like an oxymoron. There's players with end racism on the back of their helmet, right? But they're in a league where where there are no black owners. You know what I'm saying? There are no black elite. Majority uh, owners. There's no black, you're right. Majority owners. There's not really enough black GMs. We, we can count how many coaches. It's, it's, it's light, though, compared to what it is right now. We can just boil it down to black coaches in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? And you can count on one hand. So it's like you, you say and racism on the back of it, but that's like a joke. Like, you know, and racism, not in the NFL, just and racism, period. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I was going. But go ahead, finish your point, Dan. I've, I kind of forgot it, but I could still spin it to because this whole thing about it, it wasn't to really hang out hat on cap, but it was a part of the, um, the, the morality of us being the viewers and watching the celebrity. And I know Big O wanted to kind of get into this pause, get into this guy for weeks now, because a part of this morality content is because of your boy Diddy. And I know Big O has been ready to talk about this shit. So have at uh, it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically, um, you know, it's, just, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I was, I was going to say that the, the whole morality thing is a sliding scale, man. It's almost, it's almost like how much, how much of it is really, is really going to fuck with you? How much is really going to bother you? Like what, what R. Kelly did, you know, was accused of doing is fucked up. Like, yeah, you know, that's, but people still like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm still gonna listen. But now, now with Puff and his shit, it's like, God damn, like, like it was, it was like a hold my beer moment. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen, I've seen videos with him and and Justin Bieber, and it's like you, you're watching it now, and you're like, oh, like God damn, like, you know what I'm saying? That's nasty. What's that? I said that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, a lot you of the pu- so- a lot of the Puff shit though, people. People was like they always kind of had a feeling, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of the, what the vibe has been. And, and but with him though, with, with him, like it's been it's a long fucking line. You talking about from Uptown Records? Right. You know what I'm saying like like these 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 things is happening with with Andre Harrell passing and Kim Porter passing. You know you're like so so now so now this shit all this shit that comes out, you have to back you have to double back to all that and like wait a minute. You know, now it's starting to, like, the, chip, the chips are starting to fall and shit. You're like, wait, okay. Like, maybe he did have something to do with this. Maybe he did something, have something to do with that. You know, you, so. You want to know what my problem is with, with, with the Puff Daddy situation? Is that I don't, and I'm a sound insensitive when I say this, but I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Because in the simple fact of the matter is, we, we've spent years in hip-hop. And we've heard stories in hip hop, not just Puff Daddy, not just we we know we've heard stories about hip hop and how they treat young women. We heard stories about hip hop and how these dudes was abusive. We heard stories in hip hop about these dudes sexualize all this shit, you know, raping all this shit. We've heard stories about this throughout hip hop, right? And this is part, sadly to say, that's part of the hip hop culture. For me, it's like we know these things occur in hip hop, and we just don't we we. We, we act like we don't care about it. Even murder and shit like that. Hip hop, a lot of these rappers, like, um, you know, they 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 say, okay, I had to kill this person, blah, blah, blah. And we, we eat it up. We glamorize it a little bit. So for me, 
I don't get that, man, when when these kind of stories come out, because I'm like, that's part of the hip-hop lifestyle. And if you are a female and you get involved with one of these hip-hop dudes, it's kind of like, this is the lifestyle you're putting yourself in, because we know that these things occur. To think Puff Daddy ain't the first person we talked about in our... And the difference between Puff Daddy and R. Kelly to me is that if, if, if this was coming out with R. Kelly about grown women, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be stepping in the name of love to this day because I still listen to whatever I want to listen to in hip-hop because hip-hop artists is known for that. The reason why I can't do R. Kelly is because a lot of these women were, were, were underage and with kids. That, that bothers me a little bit more than, than, than just saying this is a hip-hop thing. You know what I mean? Well, that's your own moral spin on it because, I mean, if it's women in general, nah, it's a no-go. There's no... You can't you can't be doing these things to anybody, period. No. I understand your take of you're not gonna you're, like the, the the weight of it doesn't feel the same because you're kind of viewing them as like a you're an adult, you can find you 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 assume that you could find ways out of said situations, but we all know that's not always true. It's not always no. true. No, but here's, here's the thing though. Here's the thing no, though. If you if you're an adult woman. See, this is my problem. If you are a grown adult woman and you want to fuck with Puff Daddy, you want to fuck with a rapper, you want to fuck with one of those dudes that's in that lifestyle, you know, you know that there's a chance that some of this shit is going to happen to you and you chose to still do that. So I see, but you you wouldn't end knowing that some of this shit is possible in the hip hop community. Come on, Dan. Yeah. Like, don't front like this is not something that goes on in the hip hop. No, 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 no. Like I'm not. That. It's not a front because we know about this shit. Listen, yeah, but this is this. I I got to take a quote from this guy, the uh, comedian and podcast guy, Dante Nero, who he always mentions how like women have to go out, like if they're going on a date, they're doing something with it. You know, they when they're setting up a date or whatever, whatever. We don't respect the fact that sometimes they have to think, will I get killed tonight? Will I get raped tonight? You know, they, like these are things that men don't sometimes even put into perspective that women have to think about sometimes within just going out with somebody. So we can't just give the, yo, yo, that you gotta know that this is, no. Because why should they even have to feel that kind of threat in life? Thank you. Why should they even have to feel that kind of threat just to go hang out with somebody? That's because a level of perspective that we don't have. It's reality. It's 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 real it's reality, but that doesn't mean you just automatically assume that. It doesn't, you know, you and then again, that's kind of like dictating how one's moral compass should be. How one should, oh, if I'm rolling this way, I must be down with that type of shit. No, no. This is no. How about you as this the is adult? The thing. This is the thing. How about the, yeah. You're right. You're right. This is the thing. Puff got to a, a such a certain level in status. He didn't give a fuck anymore. He was bored. You know what I'm saying? He started experimenting, doing all kind of crazy shit, making people uncomfortable. He was living his life because he didn't. He had fuck you money. You know what I'm saying? He has enough money where he it, he felt like I seen all these other people do it, and I'm gonna do it too. Like this is this is where he's at. We don't know what that's like because we'll we haven't been there. God forbid I get I've written mega millions. I'm a hundred million in the game. I don't want to be that person. 
I don't want to be like that person. You know what I'm saying? Like because we've lived want... long enough to witness the mistakes of others and built a certain right. level of moral compass that right. it's like, nah, this is how you go to jail. But Jamal, like you've been sitting in on you've been sitting in just kind of stewing for a minute in all of this. <laughs> <laughs> um Again, I, you know, it's it's your it, it comes down to to your own personal morality, man. What you can, what you choose to fuck with, and what you choose not to, um, because uh, you know, just to take Puff for I, I swore on Puff, so we'll talk about Puff. You know, the rumors about Puff have been going around for two decades now. He ain't been convicted in no court yet. Maybe that's coming. Maybe that's not. Right. Um, but he's not alone in his activities. He's just the target that everybody's talking about. The dudes that pay Puff, even worse. The guys above him, and it's not, it's not, and it's not just the hip hop industry. It's just the rich and powerful. Period. And that's how they get down. Who always gets a pass and all this stuff is um, corporate. The corporate powerful. The shit they're doing is ridiculous, you know. But they, it always comes down to entertainment. Entertainment's the easy, the easy target. What everybody looks at. But nobody looks at the people that pays entertainment, you know, and, and try to figure out what they're what they're behind, what they're doing. Those are the motherfuckers that are behind trafficking and all that other shit and all the the crazy crazy shit. Because they don't have fuck your money; they have let me try and terraform the world money. Let me just try and create the world in my, right. in my, in my own. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the type of, of debauchery and immorality that these motherfuckers are are are. Um, involved in as you see with epstein and those types that whole shit got to pass that we should be demanding who are all the rest of those names that was blacked out on that list you know what i mean we should be demanding that that shit you know we had uh, you know the names upon that and he was he knew everybody you know even that the last motherfucker in the white house claimed he didn't know him but they the two richest dudes in palm beach live a block a few blocks from each other he he don't know him come on come on fam you know so those and, those folks. So it's it's not, and I don't want to sound callous either. It's not like I don't care what Diddy's doing. It's fine if he done this shit. He get caught. Cool. You know, it, it is what it is. He he earned it. But he's he's been doing it forever, and people are still doing business with him in that way. He's excuse me, allegedly because I don't we don't know. He's been uh, accused of stuff forever, and but those guys that do this stuff, there's a system that enables them. And enables him to get away with it. Right. It's not like he just doing this shit and saying I'm not gonna get caught. Come on. When you making people m- m- millions too, you gotta think. You get you get you know yeah. this, this a wall of protection. Got- so it's bigger. Than, it's always bigger than just one or two people that we target. It's always a network of shit, and that's the big problem. Is you gotta you gotta disrupt the network. But you got one person not gonna do shit. Look look at look look at all the people like that. You got bodyguards, limo drivers. Hanger ons, entourage, like they all were in on it. You know what I'm saying? They all right. seen this happen. I don't care about them 30 years later. I don't care right. about them 30 years later coming out and saying, I, 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 whatever. You know, I mean, we all know YouTube is full of all that. Well, I seen him do that. You, you tell it 30 years now, later. You know what I mean? It don't matter now. But that's my, that's part of right. my point, too. Right. That's part of my point, too. You got limo drivers, you got bodyguards, you got people that's around these people that, that have seen him. All of this shit, through yeah. all of this time, right? 
So don't you think that there's a certain point where these people become desensitized when they just say, this is what happens in hip hop. This is normal. This is the normal activity. And then they start going, these women that nah, are here nah. know it. Because how, then how do you not? I'm just saying, if, I, if I'm a limo driver, no, they, they're not turning down. They're not fucking up that check. They're not fucking up that check, Tyrone. They're not fucking up that check, bro. They're not fucking up that check at all, bro. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm not gonna fuck up my check, right? So for me, if I'm a limo driver and I see Puff Daddy back there and he beating shit out somebody, a woman in the back of my limo, but I don't want to fuck up my check. So my money and me making my money is more than my morality. Even though I know what's going on is wrong, right? Puff, but then I'm yes, saying, yes, because Puff that, probably threw him a couple of extra dollars or whoever. No, no, no. I'm saying, threw him an extra couple of dollars to say, no, stay no, quiet, bro. Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. Your point, your point is there. We're getting very long winded on the factor of you're forgetting. We're, we're, we're comparing, we're putting together different eras in today's time. You know, nowadays contracts right. come with silence. In those yes. in those days, the eighties, yeah. nineties, early two thousands, it was my name is Bennett and I ain't in it because this check is good. So, like, yes, Tyrone, people were putting the check over their own morality because if they spoke out, then it becomes the blackball situation, which ties to what Jamal mentioned in. It's the people above the people who are the targets that know how to get it, which I wanted to spin this back to, O, which which makes Sierra look smart as hell, because as more information came out, it looked like she sued Puff and Puff squashed the shit quietly. But she actually sued the corporations that he worked for as an employee. And they were quick to be like, give her what she almost give her what she wants. We'll settle on this, but we're gonna give her something to keep that right. shit shut. Because once again, sometimes that paint that pen to paper on writing, and, and that's in multiple forms. Because what other documents are out there when something goes this quick, it makes you question everything. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you're talking about you talking about uh, Cassie. And I, I think I think my bad. Right. And I think too also, um they're, they're still talking about her coming out with a book. Like her, you know, trying to, you know, well thinking about coming out with a book. So I don't even know if silence was part of the um this whole, you know, thirty million dollar check that she got or whatever. So so yeah, man. That and, and and it's already happening that that puff that this they start they started distance themselves from puff now so you know it's it's shit like this that will go on he says Gene Deal said Diddy had paid hotel security to erase footage from surveillance again this is all alleged this is all alleged mm -hmm. but you know sometimes times time changes people and even those and again when we're talking limitations too. That part, that's that's a big factor in a lot of it, mm -hmm. too. But when we're talking morales and stuff, it's like you're coming out now, but now you're also, in some respects, making yourself look bad because we're thinking in a new 2023 way of thinking, how come you didn't say something then? And it goes to it goes to that approach that I'm going to bring, we're going to bring back up again 
in our major topic, which is that whole N-word pass, and I will build on how we got there, but it, it ties into that same notion of thought, which I actually said to you, Tyrone, in one of my response videos of it feels like when we get at, when people get at SA victims and say, but why did it take you so long to say something? And we can't dictate when somebody is of the right frame of mind to actually disclose these type of discretions that happen to them. What, you know what, what, what looks bad is they, they waited for a person to get in a position of power to say something. That's where it looks crazy at Dan, though. You right. know what I'm saying? Or, or Eric Adams got accused of some high. shit back in, like, 1992. Right. Right. So, what? I mean, he was a, he was a lowly beat cop back then. You could have easily yeah. crucified his career as a cop because that shit is very serious, and they take that yeah. shit very seriously back then. He wasn't nobody back then. This is that's no. a whole different situation, you know what I'm saying? But but there are circumstances ahead, for there there are circumstances for why you say something then and why you say something now. Like for instance, the Epstein thing. I mean not Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, right? Harvey Weinstein back then, when he first started doing all his shit, no woman could say nothing because Hollywood was tight. And and if you said something, you were not gonna get a job. Like you were not gonna work, you were not gonna be able to feed your family, all this. But then times changed where women like Jennifer Aniston, women like, you know, women started making a whole bunch of money and and and, and other studios were available where they could say, I don't need fucking Harvey Weinstein. So now some girls that might not have said nothing back in the day, now they got support of women that can can help them still keep their career. Now they got a different support group of people that they don't need Harvey Weinstein now. He can't blackball them. I can go work for this person. I can work for that person. Harvey Weinstein don't got a lock on it. Hollywood's not as tight as it is. So that gives them an opportunity to say, you know, that's why the Me Too movement started to say, me too. He did that shit to me too. But when he was doing it at that time, I couldn't say shit. But now, because of different women right. that's coming out and going against them, it, it provides the opportunity for them to get their story out. So I, I get yeah, yeah, know. but the, and that's and that's one angle to it. And again, but and again, it's looking at it in different lenses of different eras because you mentioned his name and mentioned all these studios and shit like that. You got to look at it like a person of his power. They usually have connections with every other entity in that same space, right or wrong, Jamal. You have to, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you get you gotta have you gotta have those relationships because you gotta share talent. You mm -hmm. gotta you know sometimes depending on con contracts work. Yo, you gotta be able to allow this person to go here, go there, go there, and it sucks to say that one or two people control your fate. But when you move, when you move with that code of like, oh, we gotta keep shit silent. Not saying that is right. It happened. But like you said, Tyrone, it takes that moment right. of breakthrough. But sometimes it takes time for that moment of breakthrough to come through. It takes time. It takes time. It was like but, it was just like we were saying. Like they can't make a show like Married with Children in today's age because of the time and of the era. That show would never get green lighted in today's space due right. to the feminism and 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 the talking down of women and stuff like that. That show couldn't be made today due to the times. It was a great show for its time. And you can look back and cringe now, but at that time, it was acceptable. 
You just have to give them multiple platforms. Show syndication. No, watch your favorite episode of Living Color and see if that would be broadcast now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 it. Maybe that part. Maybe that part because the world loves the man on the other side of the fence. Hated it. That might be good, but other shit, like nah, it wouldn't work. Just, when they came for when 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 Living Color came for somebody, they came right. There was no inference. They came. They went hard. It went hard. And now they you they probably get sued now. Yeah. Oh yeah, but again, oh, yeah. we oh, yeah. have to remember all of that shit came at a time point where we thought differently. Like this situation here, which we're about to get right into it. And I'm going to, I got to play the video as the lead in. This is Tyrone. As he said, standing on business, not like T.I.'s son. Here we go. <laughs> Come on. Now I don't want to play. You know what I'm saying? But um, I want to ask y'all a question. Seriously. What did Hulk Hogan do that was racist other than use the N-word? Because I'm saying that we keep calling Hulk Hogan racist. We keep saying Hulk Hogan's racist. Well, first of all, Hulk Hogan is the character. T Terry Bollea is the man. So Terry Bollea is racist. The character of Hulk Hogan was he training prayers and vitamins, and then he joined the NWO. But the character of Hulk Hogan didn't say no racist shit. That was Terry Bollea at home. So let's, let's kill that. Let's stop associating Hulk Hogan, the character with Terry Bollea, who is the man. And I say that to say this. Y'all don't do it to actors and actresses. When the motherfuckers be in the movies and, and, and Leonardo DiCaprio said nigga in Django, y'all let him say it because he was in the movie. That's him acting. The real Leo didn't say it. So it's the same with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is the, the, the it was in the movies. The real Terry Bollea said it. So y'all y'all kind of got to stop with the Hulk Hogan racist shit. It's Terry Bollea. Hulk Hogan is a character. He, he ain't even a real person. But I digress on that. To say that all of y'all keep saying Hulk Hogan's racist, Hulk Hogan's racist, and the only thing that I know that y'all can relate to racism with him is him saying the N-word, and I'm not giving him an excuse, I'm not giving him a pass, I'm not saying that he didn't want to say the N-word, I'm not saying that he didn't enjoy saying the N-word, I'm not even saying that he's not racist, and I'm not saying that even if he wasn't racist, that he wasn't ignorant, at least at the height of ignorance, he shouldn't have been saying the N-word, but but there is a but because y'all forget that Hulk Hogan in an interview before that other shit came out said that when he lived in Miami, he used to hang out with black rappers all the time. He specifically named Little Wayne, Birdman, and Game. And in that same interview, he said that Little Wayne, Birdman, and Game all was hanging out with him, all were using the N-word, and did not care when he said it around him. He said he used to be in the studio saying my nigga all the time with them. He said that they kind of gave him a pass to say the N-word. But nobody brings that up. Everybody just sweeps that under the rug. Everybody just act like that didn't happen. Y'all act like that didn't exist. And then also Little Wayne... Birdman and Game have never denied it. They never said nothing about it because nobody ever called them out on it. So I'm not saying that that's the reason why Hulk Hogan said it, but I'm saying that if you give a white man permission to freely use that word and he's and he's getting it from people in, in that are of high standard in our community, because we hold rappers at a high standard in our community, I don't know why, but we do. When people of high standard in our community are giving this man permission to say the N-word, doesn't that kind of stand on something? 
doesn't that kind of give me a little bit of taking it back? Like to say, like, well, I can understand a little bit. But y'all don't bring that part up, though. Y'all just want to condemn Hulk Hogan and not bring up the fact that Lil Wayne, Birdman, Game, and probably some other rappers that he didn't name have some part in this shit, too. I'm just saying. And I stand on it. I may get a lot of fun. So, so we're, we're all going to give first thoughts on the, on, on the brothers' takes. And I'm going to kind of recite mine in a way where you let off you let off the whole joint from the middle in saying, I'm not giving them a pass. I'm not giving them a pass. I'm not trying to give them a pass. None of that. But you let into halfway giving him a pass because he did it around Little Wayne, Game, and Birdman. And then, like I recited back in some of my videos, I'm not, it's not a back and forth of me playing videos because this is why we're talking about it here, right? And then I want Jamal Ode and TJ to give their first takes on it, right? Like I said to you in my video, when I mentioned Krayshawn, whatever her name was, from Oakland or whatever, and she got caught out there using it outside, but, but then came back to answer and explain, saying, well, people in my hood let me say it. So I repeat that. If your hood allows you to say it in their presence it stays in their hood in that presence remember where the fuck you are as soon as you walk outside that door i'm gonna leave my first impression on that jamal <clears throat> uh yeah i it's, it's it's two different things one what you just said dan is is, is whatever that doesn't give I don't. I, I'm not weighing a Birdman and them. I didn't tell Terry he could he could talk that way. So you can't assume just because that group of folks that he was around, it was cool around them for him to do it. That that doesn't give him license to to just do it in front of anybody. He's taking his, you know, that, it, that's he's taking out his own risk at the, that point. Um, the difference between uh, I don't think we're giving people a pass if they're doing it in the film because it's a character they're playing, right? It's they're not walking around in their personal free time dropping N bombs and shit like that. I mean, Mel Gibson did, and look look what happened to him. You know what I mean? Um, Two movies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um yeah, it's just nuanced. The stuff is it, it's 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 nuanced, you know. But you just just using using that word, it comes with a risk, and they they just. It's better understand that. That's just the end, end of that, you know, end of the story. Oh, I don't know. I I always say, man. I I always say this shit like, yo, y'all 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 got everything, man. This this is y'all world, man. Y'all want that word too? Like, goddamn, man. Um, um, no, fucking um, and 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 for him to name drop game and 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 baby and 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 well. Birdman and, and Wayne, it's like I, I I don't really care if it's Barack Obama, you know, Jesse Jackson, John Lou. I don't care, man. Like if that's yeah, that, that's in your if that's in your circle, then 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 okay. Now the part where the part where you're talking about uh, 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 an actor, yes, I, I agree with you on that point. If it's a movie, even if it's wrestling, you know, 
even though even though we kind of you kind of you know, but you sit and watch a movie, you know it's a movie. You know, wrestling is kind of still mm, it's acting. You know, but it, it's still it's, that's still a slippery slope too. You know, I get it, but I don't know, man. If 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 you're if you're around if you're around if you're around your peoples, and and you know they allow you to say that, then then that's all good. You know, what I'm saying as long as you know, so long as it's not, it's not, it doesn't catch wind out outside of that. If it does, then then that's on you. Then you just have to face the consequences. Like you know, real quick, TJ. I always, Kurt, I always cringe though when I when I hear when I hear them when I hear the music. Real quick, TJ. Like Kurt said, he said Leo was reading the script. Hulk Hogan believes believes he is in real life Terry Bollea and Hulk Hogan, and the way he was talking about the guy trying to date his daughter was indeed racist, not an endearment. Go ahead, TJ. Here, here, here's what it is. They said it around their so-called circle of friends or whatever, right? These motherfuckers got way too comfortable, dogs. And they thought they could say that shit anywhere. I got a pass in the hood, and I, I'm good now. Nobody stamped you, dogs. Nobody stamped you. Nobody said it was okay for you to say that. Your circle? Yeah, fine. That's what goes down in your circle. There's going to be a bunch of people that let it pass in your circle. That's your circle. They know who you are. They know what you, what, how, how who you are as a person, right? You come out and say that shit on TV to another person that, that's not in your circle, they looking at you fucking crazy. Whoa, 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 slow down, guy. I don't know you like that. You're not that cool. You can't be addressing yourself like that around me. Nah, so that's exactly what happened to all these people that got comfortable. <laughs> I give a fuck about Birdman. You know what I'm saying? Birdman didn't say, say that shit out in the street. Birdman didn't say, yo go on TV and, you know, the reason they didn't speak on it because it was in their circle. So, yes, they allowed it to happen. So, okay, it was cool for them. We all have people like that, that it's cool to say certain shit within your circle. But you ain't going to say that shit in, in, at the barbecue where there's 50 other motherfuckers out there that you don't know. You might get smacked. And you don't, you shouldn't be needing a warning to be told that. You should be, no, hey, hold on, hold on. You should know, hey, read the room and know your circle, bro. Read the fucking room and know your circle. As far as acting and all that shit, all that shit is written down. They're getting paid to say that shit. All right? If you're uncomfortable with saying it, then say it then and have them change the words in the script. They rewrite scripts all the time during the movie. So if you don't feel uncomfortable, if you feel a certain way or uncomfortable about saying it, then say it then. But if you're like, okay, cool, this is what you want me to say, I'm going to say it then this is the way I'm going to act it out. But all that other shit, you don't get a pass because you outside of your circle, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody right. gives a fuck. So I that's where it is. You just got way too to comfortable Tyrone. using the word. I got a couple of things before I give it back to Tyrone because Kurt says, also, Hulk Hogan is a known liar. He could be lying on Birdman Wayne in game. Good, good, true point. Good, true point. Brian said with Wayne and then he was dropping the GA on that tape with the hard ER, big difference. Now, yes, as us as a people, the GA, ER, we make it a different, we put a differentiation behind the word. When in, you know, in reality, though we kind of all say it all the time, there really is no true difference. It's just dependent on who you're amongst 
and how it's delivered. Because there's ways of delivering it, right? But personal story of mine. Listen. A brother. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say real quick towards that. <coughs> real quick, real quick. In his circle, if he said it the wrong way when they were around or if they took away or to offense, he could have still got smacked right there. You know what I'm saying? They could have been like, yo. You know, you cool yeah, and you, we let we allow you to say, it, but yo, you you you're crossing the line here, bro. You know what I'm saying? They could have checked them right then and there. So hold on a second, time. Uh, I don't ahead. want you to spin it from it just in case. Go ahead, okay. Jamal. My bad. You look like you was about to make a point. It, the, the word probably should be retired, number one. But there's certain folks who shouldn't who shouldn't long for the ability to say it. Quentin Tarantino. You know exactly. <laughs> he finds a way to put it in every script. But no, I wanted to give person. I wanted to give personal story because this is a brother of mine. Who, if his mother knew, but this let me let me actually set the table properly because this is a brother of mine. He felt he wanted to tell me a joke. That he heard, I think it was from Chris Rock, thinking of like the office shit, but I think it was from Chris Rock or something that he thought was hilarious, but the joke had the word in it. And he felt uncomfortable. He wanted to deliver the joke properly, but even felt uncomfortable. And it was just me and him in the space saying it. I said, yo. That's out of respect to you. That's out of respect to you. Yeah. And I said to him, it's okay. Say it because I understand it's within this joke. Said it, it's never been uttered out of his mouth again. And I and I say that because again, I stand on whatever for my brother. And his mother, which is my mother, I have my own mother, but his mother's my mother. His mo- he wouldn't have even tried to do that even within the presence of his mother because his mother would pop him in the mouth to possibly too, you know what I'm saying? But it was at, like TJ said, it was done out of respect, not on some, you know, now I got to pass because my best friend is no, 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 no. There was context to why it was done. There was context to why it was done. But and I know Tyrone wants to make a point, but I also want to go back and co-sign what Tyrone was truly trying to make the point of through that was, how did it slide from 2012 to 2015 when he finally got exposed for it? But I'm going to leave that there so Tyrone can make his points and we can carry on. First, let me address the point of the whole thing about the concept of Leo saying it versus Hulk Hogan saying it. My point with that was we separate the character from the actor if the character is bad and the character is good. Why can't we separate the characters from the actors if the character's good and the actor is bad? That was my point I was making. Like, Hulk Hogan really is not a real person. I don't care if Terry Bollier believes he's Hulk Hogan. And for that commenter that said that Terry Bollier believes he's Hulk Hogan, he doesn't. Because if he believed he's Hulk Hogan, then when he was on TV dressed up in the yellow and red as Hulk Hogan, he would have said nigga then. He did. Because he knows there's a difference between Hulk Hogan saying the N-word and him as himself saying the N-word. He knows that. He Hulk Hogan ain't never said nigga on TV because he knows. He's conscious that there's a difference between Hulk Hogan and the real man that he is at home. That's that's all I'm saying. Because Hulk, Hulk, Hogan signs, Hulk Hogan signs the checks. Hulk Hogan signs the checks, brother. That's why. 
It's still making it. It's still a decision, bro. Yeah. Hold on. It's the it's the it's the conscious. Like like I've been quoting the past few weeks, it's the conscious decision, like Marshawn Lynch says, to protect your chicken. Right. To so, protect your but, chicken. But, but but hold on real quick, real quick. But again, even as wrestling fans, you know, and it shouts to Brian saying, Booker T said it. There's, <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference. And you, you know, look, Hogan, look at you got me doing out here, Gene. Look at you got right. me doing out here, Gene. Right. And you know Hogan was stewing in the back on that one, like, ooh, this nigga right here. This nigga right here. But but the, the difference is is TJ mentioned it in by way of like what Hulk Hogan signs those checks. The difference is, yes, the wrestling persona is a character but we understand in these times that word of kayfabe wrestlers especially wrestlers of his era from when he started in the 70s to the 80s they carried kayfabe in and out the and out the arena i guarantee you Birdman, wayne and game wasn't calling him terry bolea they were calling that motherfucker Hulk Hogan. Birdman Game and Wayne were calling him. Yeah. He wasn't being Hulk Hogan. You think he was in there going, let me tell you something, brother. He's training your present while he was in there with them. No. He was in there chilling, being Terry. He wasn't being Hulk Hogan in that room. He wasn't going, let me tell you he, something, brother. He's training again, he wasn't putting nobody in the fucking headlock in there. Okay, but again, again, I, 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 I understand what you're saying, but once again, when these when these dudes are getting the the right, getting the uh, the the right to hang out with, I know, I know, keep it up, my nigga. <laughs> but, but, but these dudes are getting the right to hang out with somebody perceived to be a childhood idol. Do you think they're saying, "Yo, this is my nigga Terry"? Nah, this is my nigga Hulk Hogan. Nah, you, know, you, you get what I'm saying? Like that's that's what I'm saying. Back. It's Back. this is my nigga Hulk Hogan. Well, I'm saying so he wasn't Hulk Hogan being was out. Hulk Hogan was out there. Chilling with all the rappers in Miami that gave him the pass in that circle. Right. You weren't gonna you weren't gonna say, oh, there's Wayne, Terry, and Birdman. You're not <laughs> saying that. You're saying there's Wayne, Hulk Hogan, and Birdman. <laughs> like, who the fuck is Terry? No, you ain't saying oh, there's Terry. Hey Terry, what's going on? That, that was Dan and, and Brian that was calling him Terry. I said, "Don't call that motherfucker Terry." So don't act like I'm calling him Terry. I don't call him Terry. <laughs> all the time. Right? Dan, so nobody's calling him Terry, dog. Dan, do Dan calls him Terry? His mama named him Terry. I'm calling him Terry. <laughs> I hear you say the bullshit. Because he he said Kurt said <laughs> NWO Hogan and Red and Yellow Hogan are two different Hogans. He's probably cool NWO Hogan when not in front of the cameras. That could possibly be, but once again, if those ciphers gave Hulk Hogan the pass to say nigga around them, the nigga said nigga. All right. <laughs> but can, but can but, but the, the problem. Go ahead, go ahead. Hulk Hogan 
my 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 theory on Hulk Hogan getting a pass to say nigga was not based on Little Wayne game or Birdman giving him that pass at all. They can give him that pass. He can say it with them. My problem is Hulk Hogan told all of us in that interview. He didn't say Little Wayne allowed me to say nigga. In that interview, he said nigga. Throughout the interview, Hulk Hogan said the word, the actual word nigga during that interview on like like six times. And that, interview was, that interview, and that interview was conducted by a black popular DJ. And when that DJ said, why do you think you can say the word nigga? He said, oh, Lil Wayne and all them dudes let me say nigga, so I say nigga, right? Now, I'm saying that up until that point, yeah, he was he was using Lil Wayne and Birdman and all those people to give him a pass. But once he said that, it, in that it interview, goes hold on. Once he said that in that interview in front of DJ Who Kid. Who broadcast that interview on, on, on audio medias and video medias? Once he said that to a black man in front of his face during his interview on audio and video medias, why did 2013, 2014, and 2015 all come after 2012? Nobody said nothing. He does because, the past because he wasn't comfortable. He was com he was he got comfortable, and that's why he said it during a Who Kid interview. He got comfortable. Right. He got comfortable right. and he thought then, he was in a safe on. space. So, this was a he thought this was part of the circle okay. and he could say that. That's why. CJ, you're making my point, right? He he was comfortable saying it with Little Wayne in them, right? He was comfortable saying it on DJ Who Kids interview, right? But that interview was public. Right. But once he said it there, Hulk Hogan's mind, everybody knows I say nigga now. So don't you think his comfortability went way the fuck up? And especially when three years went by and nobody checked him on it. But nobody, he said everybody. Who's everybody? Because everybody no is... He said everybody, which means everybody behind the scenes in his circle was... No, no he says it. He, he wasn't saying that shit. He said it publicly right. in that interview. That's right. A public but those guys... But the but those guys didn't co-sign and stamp and say, "Hey, go out and spread nigga to the masses." He didn't. They didn't. They didn't give him that pass. They didn't give him that pass. They didn't give him that pass to say nigga to everybody. No, they didn't give him the pass to say it to everybody. But he said it to everybody. He said in that interview that was a public interview, and nobody checked him on it for three years. Nobody said nothing. They let that man get away with it. Doesn't matter though. So he said it. Yeah, and now he paid the price for it. Doesn't matter when he said it. No, let me Jamal. See, I was pause for a second because yeah, that's what I wanted to throw. That's what I wanted to throw to you next, Jamal. And then yeah. oh, was number one that doesn't mean it was okay that it was said. But yeah. the thing that I made clear in in my video responses was we're forgetting once again as we throughout this whole conversation today we were discussing how we all thought differently in eras, right? The Black Lives Matter movement that we know about today, which is totally different from when it started, was started in 2013. So we can consider and generally generalize and say that was a year after that Who Kid interview. We were thinking totally different then. You could take a look at when Twitter started back in whatever, 09, 2010, whatever the case was. It was the Wild West then. But as more people started to join the platforms and more people started to present different ideas, certain sensitivities, we all started to think differently as people and as communities to where 
when it came out in 2015 by way of being it being leaked because of a whole situation with Bubba the Love Sponge, his ex-best friend, giving him the pass to bang his wife, mind you, and in conversation while the phone call was being recorded, upset that upset that um that Brooke was dating a black dude and then said, I don't want my daughter dating no niggers. And that wait, maybe, wait, run it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he I'll gave run a free that, pass. Yeah, yeah. Run that he gave her a free he pass banged, to smash his wife, bro. He banged, yeah, he banged his best friend Bubba the Love at the time, Bubba the Love Sponge Bunch Sponge's wife. Oh, and context too, yeah. Context and get, time. Because yeah, I didn't you, get you, the first I heard of Hulk Hogan doing that shit was 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 the Bubba the Love Sponge thing. So yeah, I, I didn't know about the who kid. Yeah. I didn't know the who kid shit until Tyrone mentioned it on this video. I didn't know either. But yeah, but, but, but hold no 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 we got you. Your point is set in stone. I no, got you. Right. We got you. But the 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 the, the situ, but again, <clears throat> if you have to look at the errors that we did, and I've tried to build the timeline to show you, we started to think differently as a people. And so what he got passes for, and yes, on a live platform with DJ Who Kid, who clearly didn't, he took the, you know, he took the approach of, I'm getting to sit with Hulk Hogan. I used to sit and watch this guy on TV. I said my prayers. I ate my vitamins. Yo, I'm getting to sit. Yo, it's this is this is Hulk Hogan. The problem within that to me is, is when people put fucking celebrities on a pedestal and forget you're regular human beings, just like the rest of us. And, and, and that usually what gets fucking celebrities brains clouded because that's the past that people give them. People be giving celebrities too many passes, Jamal, but that what the point I was trying to make to throw to you and then the O was we thought differently. We thought differently over time to where it might, like we mentioned earlier, shit that might have got swept under the rug, shit that might have got signed off by NDAs and 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 um a freaking um what the statutes of limitations and things like that. Them moments changed. Them things changed. You know what I'm saying? Yesterday's price is not today's price. But but I. I'm I'm a little confused as to the whole we thought differently thing. Cause so are you saying in 2012 that we thought it was cool for Hulk Hogan? No, no. Let, let Jamal speak because I yeah. never said once that it was ever cool. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, some some things don't have an expiration date, or you know, Trump that we thought differently than back. Like there's there's no time in place uh, besides Jim Crow where Hulk Hogan could have said that and, and gotten away with it. Um. Again, uh, I didn't like. I said I, I I didn't know about the DJ Who Kid joint until you brought it up, Ty. So I was just going off my favorite reference was from the Bubble Love Sponge joint with his wife and all stuff, and he didn't want his daughter around uh, uh, black. That's why I heard it. And from Jump, I was like, Oh, Hulk Hogan is dead. You know, Hulk Hogan is dead. It's just you know, uh, it's just Terry now. Terry, you know, so um, I don't. If I would have heard the Wu Kid interview verse, I, first I'd have felt the same way. Like, yeah, why are you dropping? I don't care. I don't care who gave you permission to say it. That's not cool with me. You know what I mean? It doesn't go. It doesn't give him the open door to 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 just be dropping that because somebody told him he could do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I made the comparison when you brought before with Leo. Leo ain't running around saying it. At least I hope not. 
you know, he's not running around saying that in, in, his, in his actual life. You know what I mean? So he's he's saying it as Calvin Candy, who the character is a racist slave owner in Mississippi. You know what I mean? In, in a piece of of uh, written um, <laughs> a period so, piece. It was a period yes. piece. Yeah. So, but that's just that's just it for me. It, there's never no good time. For, for Terry to do that, and I, I was I was a, a huge Hogan fan, huge Hogan fan, and I'm also the type to yeah. say you know people do yeah. dumb shit. We all do dumb shit. We all say dumb things. You know you gotta forgive and forget. We're, we're all different shades of gray. We're human beings. Um, so, you know, should we crucify him for the rest of his life? No. Am I gonna fuck with him the way I used to? Probably not. But I didn't turn. Whenever he made his his comebacks, I never turned off the TV. I watched him. You know, you know stuff like that. So. That's just, but that's again, that's my own personal sliding scale or, or, or morality. That's all. That's all. That, that's how I remember it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree with Jamal. Um, I also didn't hear the uh, the hookah thing till till today, you know. But I, I knew about the whole uh, bubble the lunch sponge um incident, you know. Um, yeah, it's 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 it go it goes back to that sliding scale morality that, that you know we've, we've been alluding to. Or, or or show man, you know, some things some things we're we're cool, some things we're cool with, some things we're not. You know, that's basically break it all the way down. Um, yeah, man, that's that's, that's pretty much it. You know, let me let me, so let me ask you guys a question, right? You guys, the five we five guys here on on this platform, five guys that were involved in the hip-hop world, five guys that are part of the hip-hop culture, we, we listen to rap music, we know all the things hip-hop, right? Why do y'all think that none of y'all heard that Who Kid interview in 2012 when Who Kid at the time was the mixtape DJ host, Who Kid at the time was a big name in hip-hop that did a live audio and video interview that four hip-hop heads on this panel didn't hear us. And I'll tell you why. I'm good. No, no, no. You can't tell me why I didn't hear it. Hold on. I'm going to tell you why you didn't hear it. I'm going to tell you why y'all didn't know about it. I do know. Because Little Wayne was mentioned. Birdman was mentioned. Game was mentioned. All of these hip-hop dudes were mentioned in that interview. Who can't conduct the interview? And they didn't want to have to answer for why they let Falk Hogan say nigga. So guess what? The rug was The interview was swept away. Then tell me why y'all didn't hear it. Tell me why. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Who can't watch anything? Who can't? Nah, exactly. nah, I don't fuck with who kid like that. I don't exactly. fuck with who kid like that to listen to and his I, interviews, bro. And I ain't have but XM. Hold on, I ain't but, have serious to but, even know about it. But hold on. So XM was out. Facebook was out. All of these things were out. All these media platforms was out. Who kid and, was popular at the time. So a bunch of black people heard this interview. Y'all trying to act like nobody Tyrone, heard it. Tyrone, it's not an act like. We're giving you our answer that yeah, you were, you don't no, want to hear our answer, no, but we're what, telling you. No, we no, didn't what I'm saying hear to it. No, what I'm saying to y'all, though, for me, the reason why a lot of black, the reason why there was no outrage, the reason why there was no punishment for Hogan, the reason why three years went by since this interview and nothing happened to him was because I'm saying in my statement, in my opinion, that the rug was lifted up and everybody who had the ability to sweep this under the rug kept it from us. Because there's no way, even if y'all didn't listen to Who Kid, 
Somebody that had asked them would have said, yo, Dan, y'all heard that video? So I'm saying that this thing was swept under the rug to protect. It wasn't to protect Hulk Hogan. It may have been to protect the black folks, but in turn, Hulk Hogan is sitting at home not realizing what's going on, and he's in his head saying, I done said nigga to 97,000 people, and nobody's going to do nothing about it. So now All I'm right. saying that gave him a pass All to right. run with saying let me stop, that. Let me, let me stop you from digging your hole further, because... Your your that's that's your point of view, your perspective, your opinion. Around no. 2012, with the exception of Big O, most of us, uh, TJ, myself, and Jamal was definitely in the same circles of HHDG. We shared all this type of shit like this, and I can almost certify this shit never really made it through our ciphers. To where we did not up. know about it. it I'm telling you. Up. I'm telling you. So it can be perceived as it was swept under the rug. I'm not saying you're they wrong buried that shit. I'm not saying, they I'm, buried not saying that that, shit. I'm not saying that that's exact. You're putting the stamp on it like this is exactly what happened. I'm not going okay. fully there that that's a, okay. I'm not but calling then, it that it was swept under the rug. Well, then, then answer the question, right? If it wasn't swept under the rug, then how come people involved in hip hop, when a prominent hip hop DJ did it, didn't know about it? And I'm not saying, yo, can y'all stop, 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 stop. You're getting long winded again. Jamal answered it a second ago. Because no, many of us, did, he answered it. Many of us no. didn't fuck with Who Kid. Listen. No, no, he's saying, he's saying, he's saying about in other rappers step up and shit. Stop, no. stop, stop. Go ahead. Here's what I want to say. DJ Who Kid was popular. He did an interview. Now, you, Dan, me, a whole bunch of people don't listen to him. That's fine, right? But Hulk Hogan saying nigga on DJ Who Kid's interview is a hot topic. So that should have went, that should have circulated through all the hip hop circles, whether you listen to them or not, because that's a hot, that's a smoking hot topic. That would have been the biggest topic in 2012. It should have been. So for, for all these hip-hop heads and all these black people saying they never heard it, it's ridiculous to me because that's a hot, that's a smoking hot topic for a famous, popular black DJ. So for that, that, that interview to not be heard in 2012 is ridiculous. So you explain to me why. How many people, how many people in 2012 had XM radio? Interview for, a pop, for a popular black DJ didn't get circulated. Explain to me why how many how many people in 2012 had XM radio? Nobody I know. And if they did, they got it for the free three-month trial. I was selling cars back then. Yeah. So I know about the whole XM radio shit. It was a free trial for three months if you barely listen to it. And if you happen to catch it at the right time that interview was being posted, you might have said something. But, but nine times out of ten, nobody was paying attention to that shit. And Tyrone, to nobody again, was paying attention to that. To too. the point you're trying to make, which you've made, you've made your point. It's clear. You strongly believe that it was swept under the rug. That's fine that you believe that way. But once again, if motherfuckers ain't checking for it, motherfuckers ain't checking for it. And like, I, again, I wasn't giving love to Facebook users. Anybody that comes up as Facebook user, if you're under Facebook user, streamyard.com slash Facebook so we know who you are. But they said the receipts of public record. Fans of pro wrestling just shrugged their shoulders. That was fans of public of 
that was fans of pro wrestling, and that more happened around the Bubba the Lug Sponge incident. Okay, but the Who Kid shit, once again, it's very easy for some shit like that to go under the rug because not everybody is checking for everything. And it's just just because Who Kid is in the hip hop space, that doesn't mean I'm a fan of fucking Who Kid that I need to know about that, that I need to check for that. Yes, popular DJ, world's most popular rest professional wrestler. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that I had to go check for that. Or even the people, again, the people amongst my timelines at that time, I don't remember nobody sharing that. That's where it became, That's where it can come as an oversight. You've made your point when you keep saying my point, my point, my point. You shouldn't have had to check for it. You shouldn't have had to check for it. it but this is what I'm... I agree with you if to what you're saying. You think that we shouldn't have had to check for it. But once again, if I'm telling you nobody along my timeline was sharing it, then how could I check for it? Bro, you, you, you're it's saying shit. And the four of us never heard the interview. Right. We're four out of the a panel of five that have. never heard this interview. <laughs> Dude, the point is this. No. No, you don't think that it's crazy. You don't think that it's crazy that Hulk Hogan repeatedly said "nigga" in an interview, no. and nobody, no, and no, no, nobody, no. Nobody, I say he got too comfortable. No, and nobody checked for it. But then, when a little small video of him came out of him saying it at home in privacy, it went crazy. Because that was that was a different that was a different era. That was a different time. It was only three years different. It's yeah, but three. I yo, but three years. Yo, I like I mentioned when I broke it down before, a (laughs) one year timeline difference. We were thinking differently. Like I said, we're all black. Of course, our lives. We of course our lives always mattered to us. But now in 2013, we got to telling people, no, you all need to start respecting us. That's a different mindset in wavelength of thinking. You know what? Tyrone may have a point in one way. And what I think it's the packaging of the offense. All right. One of the the offenses, if he already got this co-signature from from, from, uh, 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 Wayne and all them, it's not going to move the meter as him fucking his best friend's wife, bro. And that's right. probably why. It's the packaging that came in. And that's probably no, but, why. But Jamal, though, in, yeah. in some way, we, we in, in how we've talked so far, we explained that part. Mm. But again, like TJ said, because of that cipher in that circle, he got comfortable enough to think that he could, oh, I'm in a hip-hop space. I'm around my niggas again. I'm going to say it, you know what I'm saying? He got way too comfortable, though. To Tyrone, to Tyrone. The point that I made again in in said videos that I made and to the way that you're even throwing it out there now with the whole three-year difference situation, it makes me revert back to, though it's different types of scenarios, it gives me the vibe of when men try to check women and be like, well, what made what made you take so long to talk no. about this person who assaulted you? That's no. the vibe that the conversation gives. Okay, let me I can end that vibe right now. 
I'm not asking why did it take so long for him to get caught. I'm no, saying that. I, 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 no, this, no, come on. I'm not saying, I'm not asking why, I'm not asking why it took so long. I'm not asking. You're saying that I'm saying like if a woman gets assaulted, no, 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 no. why did she take no, so long no, no, no. to say so That's not you what I'm saying. You didn't let me fully clarify because I knew what you were saying. Because the what? point that what am you, I, saying? I don't think you do. Yes, I do. Because the point that you were trying to make was not him, but us as a people. We no. we looked at because you no. made that clear in one of your videos. No, us as a people. Why did we wait from 2012 to 2015? No, no. Okay, go ahead. I'm not asking the question. Why did we wait? for 2012 to 2015 before we got into trouble. I'm not asking that question. I'm saying to you, I know why. The reason why he didn't get in trouble from 2012 to 2015 is because the shit was swept under the rug. I'm not asking why did it take so long. I'm saying that the reason why it happened and the reason why he got that three-year pass is not, I'm not asking why did it take so long. I know why. I The reason why it took so long is so, because so he you, swept so under you see, the so rug. So they buried it then. They buried it so we right. wouldn't hear it. They buried it. No, but that, That's but again, okay. again, they buried again, it. I, I understood. I, 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 I understood that because that was the point you made from just a few minutes ago was that you believe that it was buried, but we're telling you this just, yo, we've just never even heard of it from then. We've never even heard of it from then. And you're standing on that that you believe, that you believe Me. that it was buried. And right. that's okay that that's your facts. You know what I'm saying? That's your facts, that you believe it was buried. And it very well could be. But I can't call it that personally because I never even heard of that interview in the first place. Because they buried it. <laughs> I've never heard about it in the first place. No, Ed, and Ed, you missed the point. They did well, right. Ed, Ed, you missed you missed the point, Ed, even though it was being clicked across. Hogan, Hogan's case wasn't in an interview. His friends secretly taped him and blackmailed him. That's not the point we're talking. That was the point when it finally came out. And that moment is why he got that hundred plus million dollar lawsuit. As he said, it was a part of the Gawker case that cost them dearly. They went broke because of the because Hogan sued them for what almost 150 million and won. And won. But Tyrone brought up that he said this in an interview back in 2012. In 2012. And so for you, Tyrone, you edu what point I'm also trying to say is, is you educated a lot of us on it. Because a lot of us didn't even know about the interview period. So, yes, in these times, it could look like, yes, it got swept under the rug. It definitely can look like that. I'm not putting it all there, but it can look like that. And it can be perceived that way because we just learned about it. I just learned about it this week. These brothers just learned about it today. You know, but the other shit came out. You know, the other shit came out. But part of the part. part the, the, the portion in within this conversation was not the fighting fully of that, of the whole thing. It's the whole passes. Getting a because, pass. Because we can spin right. this, we can spin this to Bill Cosby in a way. And it's like, 
we'll look at Bill Cosby as, you know, yeah, whatever he did, he probably did that shit. And then when we think about the eras, we think about the times, the 60s, the 70s, and the times that he was coming up in, that was the shit which, which we talked about in the previous conversation today. The errors they came up in, that's what they did. And certain people kept their mouths shut and just took it as this is what it is at this time. We just got to play ball. You know, but then we looked at a Cosby as what he did for black folks as a whole in those times. What he did for HBCUs with the creations of a different world and things like that. What he did for colleges by way of wearing different sweatshirts during the shows and putting different things on the map and seeing little important things like that to where it's like he's important to the culture but he was also a terror behind the scenes you know what I'm saying and that's kind of like with Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan was mega important to the wrestling business can I I ask you one question a terror behind the scenes if you could kind of say and so my final point was why are now that Hulk Hogan got in trouble for it in the interview, the DJ Who Kid interview actually came out because Who Kid spinned the block on it and said that he didn't think that what Hulk Hogan was saying during that interview was racist. And so why is it now that I said it on TikTok and I was being it's because <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that when I put it on TikTok, people was all up in the uproar on me, snapping out on me, making videos and going on the bullshit? Why nobody not asking Lil Wayne or Birdman or Game or none of them? Why they not getting because, about this? It's because it's it's several things, okay? It, it goes back to errors, like everybody was saying. It's the same shit with sports. You can't compare athletes of the 90s and uh, the late early 90s to the to the middle 2000s because the era was different. The rules change. The game change. So um, <laughs> so that's why it's not, accept- you know, it, it was never acceptable. But like like I said, he got comfortable in the, in his circle and he got comfortable around us and he thought it was OK. That's why. That's the only reason you get too comfortable and you say some shit. You've been around a girl. You, we all been around a girl. We got too comfortable with and said some wild shit. And they looked at you and was like, mm, what? No, it's over after that. It's over after that. You ain't getting a call, text, nothing, nothing. So but you know yeah. the situation. You know the deal. You didn't get stamped to give. You didn't get that permission from that person to say that or felt that you could be that comfortable around that person to say whatever it is you say. And each person's going to take it differently. But in the eras and times of what and context of when he said it and where he said it at is different than it is right now in 2023, almost 2024. You can't. It's never right. But like you can't get comfortable and and think somebody's giving you a pass to say that shit when they didn't. But TJ, but to answer Tyrone's question of but why did he get all the heat? Is something that I explained in said video. Oh, was that his delivery, Tyrone's delivery was fucked up. It was how you delivered it. I'll play it again <laughs> and then you can read through no, it. No, no, no. Up, let me, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Your delivery 
was fucked up because uh-huh. you put you put it out there and leaving that state of confusion of I'm not giving them a pass, I'm not doing this, but then you made yourself look like you were caping for him by way of bringing up the DJ Who Kid interview. And then the whole standing on, I'm not calling him terrible, eh? I'm calling him Hulk Hogan. That's what I grew up on. So it made it look like, no, fuck that. I still keep Hulk Hogan up here <laughs> while fuck Terry Bollea down here. No, but it's the same fucking person. It's the same person. Okay. It's the same person. Yes, it is. Nobody's out there calling Terry him Terry in the streets, dog. Nobody. Yeah, I think I think, I think I think once once at, at, at the height at the height of Hulk Hogan, it was the same person. Maybe now that, that you know it, it's no it's no more, you know, I'm well, I'm not gonna say no more Hulk Hogan, but now he's not as popular of, of a figure as he was. You know, saying maybe now it's is he can he can differentiate the two, but back then, like uh, early to mid mid nine early eighties, mid nineties, yeah, yeah. But we talking about two thousand fifteen. We ain't talking about back then. We talking about two thousand fifteen. Well, right, yeah. Going, that's what I'm saying. Going he, he was still he was he was still Hulk Hogan, dog. Right. He was, he was <laughs> and Hulk especially Hogan, in twenty fifteen, twenty twelve, people didn't even know his name was Terry Bollea. Some yeah. people. All they knew was Hulk Hogan. It was Hulk Hogan, yeah. <laughs> That's why I want to call him Hulk. If I want to call him a racist, I'm not going to say terrible racist is a racist and have everybody go, who? Who? No, I'm going to say Hulk Hogan. We can have a right. piece of conversation on that word there because I don't view it as that was like a systemic move to keep people. That No, that was bigot. R- wrong or wrong, Jamal. That was bigoted. It was it was his true self, and that's the bottom line. Was, he was speaking in his true self with his true voice, and that's that's the difference of everything now. If you cool with that, like Birdman and him is okay, that's you. But for the rest of us, that was a red line. Yeah. Right. And it like like Ed said. Like Ed said, uh, he said Hogan eats disdain from guys like New Day because of his comments within the industry. They know what's what. And that's also part because of the person behind the scenes that used to hold people down. As far as coming up within the business, you know what I'm saying? Stories like that have been out for years. Those kind of stories more than, you know, but then again, we will look at the person It's like, Oh, we'll say, how can he be racist when he used to run around with Mr. T and like you mentioned, freaking, you know, the whole Birdman, Lil Wayne and all that shit. Again, once again, it goes back to, well, who the fuck are they to tell me to give him a pass? Who the fuck are they to tell you to accept that we we accept him saying it around us? You need they're not saying you need to accept it, too. Like TJ mentioned before, you got to read stand on that shit. Exactly. They didn't send it to me in like an email or some shit. <laughs> we, got a, we got a fucking newsletter. Hulk Hogan gets the same nigga around. <laughs> News at 12. He's good. He's, he's invited to the barbecue. Hulk Hogan is invited to the barbecue. It's all good. It's all good. I, I would have liked 
I would have liked for a little way in the game or Birdman or one of them other rappers that he named to be able to defend their stance, though. I would have liked to see them be called yeah, out about it. I would like to see them stand on it if they really wanted to stand on it. You know what I mean? I wanted to see that. And that's what that's kind of where I'm angry at. It's like, why didn't y'all make them stand on it? Why nobody ain't say, hey, Lil Wayne, you told her folk he could say nigga? Yeah, nah, they no, right, and that and see, and that was the point I tried to get to earlier. Was that's what see it 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 was your delivery that fucked it all up. But you were trying to ultimately say, "Yo, y'all, like, nah, how did y'all let this get past you? How did y'all let right. this get past you? That's what right. you were trying to say, but you carried it out in a way that made you look like I'm waving the red and yellow pom poms for Hulk Hogan." But also, then you gotta understand this too, right? I'm, I'm, I, I'm one of those dudes that really gotta like. I gotta say things in a certain way to get people to like fuck with me a little bit. So I knew a little bit. I was trying to figure out a good balance to say it in a fucked up way, but to like keep it cool too. I wanted because I kind of did want some smoke from it because this is what we do, right? We gotta advertise, right? We gotta get people to come to come listen to us. We gotta get people to interact with it. So I wanted a little bit of smoke. I just didn't want to start a fire. I didn't want to burn the barn down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so that's where it got a little bit. No, right, right, right. It. But again, it is see, and again, like, you know shout out I mean? to Brian going off of the newsletter we were supposed to get sent. Dear members of the Black delegation, Terry is applying for his N-word pass. Please RSVP with a yes or no for approval. <laughs> but again, it was again to try because like I told you on said video. I read through what you were saying. I understood you had that level of troll. And like I said, I started, we're supposed to be starting a fucking wrestling podcast. And this is the way you want to jump out the fucking window. <laughs> this is the way you want to jump out the window. You took a long way to build to the point that you were ultimately trying to make from the first video, but the first video, it, it was like, it was, it was the way I said it to you like this. If you built the first video, if you built the first video the right way, you'd have never had to come back with second and third videos to further explain and expand on what you were trying to say. If you delivered it properly the first time, there is no coming back to, yo, I was trying to say this. I was trying to say that. No, you would have laid it out in the same message. Am I wrong, people? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, but it directed people. It got it still worked out because it gave me an opportunity to direct people to the podcast. It gave you an opportunity to direct people to the podcast. And 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 I got the smoke that I deserve. And I got a little my ass got burnt a little bit, and I deserved that too. So it all it all worked out. Yeah. Right. They said, I mean, arson is start with a bit of smoke. <laughs> where's where's the smoke? There's fire. I mean, it's true. And hey, that's if that's if that was the mission and plan that you 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 was trying to start mission accomplished, just like that Voltron slander, word <laughs> <laughs> mission accomplished. Something the, the point in all of this conversation was was like, yeah, we continue to expand on the, the Hogan aspect of things or whatever, whatever. But point is, is 
who the fuck is somebody else outside of your circles to give somebody a pass to do some shit? They should know better. They should know better. But if, and Big O shaking his head, oh, if your hood gave you the pass to do something that you know is not right outside of your hood, what are you doing? I have enough sense to keep that shit in the fucking hood. I'm That's not gonna it. Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go outside and fucking die. Nah. No, I ain't doing that. So, so I had a situation like that that exactly happened to me, right? I was in college and we were in um I forgot we was in the class president's office or whatever, right? And everybody in there is darker than me. So me being my young self at the time was nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, nigga that, right? And one black dude got offended. It was like, if this Spanish motherfucker says nigga one more time, I'm going to smack him. <laughs> and it was like, they was like, no, chill. TJ's black. And they were like, he was like, what? He was like, no, TJ's black. Like, he's he's black. I don't know why, what, what, how you missed it, but TJ's black. And he was like, that nigga's black? And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> So I, I get it. I get it because he like, you know, he felt like I was invading the safe space, you know what I'm saying, where we could talk freely amongst each other. And, and I didn't find out till later. Somebody came to me later and was like, yo, do one to smack you because you were saying nigga too much. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, nah, he didn't think you were black. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. So it's crazy that that, that happened, but like, it's like nobody stamped and gave me an approval to be like, oh, nigga this, nigga that, or willy-nilly. You know what I'm saying? Because people feel a kind of way about it. So I get it. But like like he said, like I was saying earlier, read the room, understand your context and who you're talking to. But Wayne and them niggas, motherfucker. oh, here we go. Wayne and them niggas. <laughs> you have, you have 162 niggas in this episode, bro. <laughs> Wayne and them niggas. <laughs> Didn't openly say, hey, man, you're free to say it, you know, wherever you want now. And the Hulk Hogan got too comfortable because he didn't understand that it was cool to be able to say that just anywhere, anytime. That's what it was. He got just, it was a comfortability. <laughs> comfortability. He said the Puerto Rican deli, he said the Puerto Rican delegation drafted TJ and he missed the memo. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it rolls it rolls it rolls right back to what TJ said, it rolls right back to what Brian said. Dear members of the black delegation, Terry, <laughs> pass, please RSVP with the yes or no for approval. <laughs> but all in all, if you're gonna be a fucking idiot, nowhere to be an idiot, you know, because this conversation could go even further, because you know, I mean, because people people have had history with Latinos saying and stuff like that too but yet once again how were you grew how did you grow up how would you where were you at how large was the circles how you know what I'm saying like and then perspective wise like some of us view in certain you know a lot of people had shout outs to the gorilla nems one of my favorite rappers but a lot of people mistakenly had big problems. But he's Puerto Rican. He's Irish and Puerto Rican, but he's Puerto Rican. They said Rican the same thing about Fat Joe. Mm -hmm. Right. 
you know, and it's things like that. And it's, it's just, it, it can get too more comp too convoluted to add on to more now, but I think we built enough. I think we built this whole conversation to lead into this enough the right way. Okay. One thing thing though, right? I had a white friend of mine who I was talking to about this and he was like, I get it. I understand because, you know, I understand all the things about that word. And I said, no, you don't. And he didn't understand. I told him, I said, it's not one word that I can say that's racist towards you white folks that y'all really would understand. And he goes, oh, there is. You guys can say some racist word. And I'm asking you guys, what's the racist white word? Because there ain't one. They don't care about honky or cracker. And they're the only two I know. <laughs> right. But then again. Moral of the story is. Moral. It's, uh, well, give the, give the moral after this, though, TJ. Because once again, it's the difference between racist and bigoted. And they use the, the word racist gets thrown around for everything that's realistically bigoted. People miss that point. That that point flies over many of people's heads. See, people I think, use I think, the word racist to cover when they're really trying to say bigoted. Because do those people hold any kind of real... Moral of the story. See that you... Go ahead. Right. Moral stories, keep that shit within your circle. If it ain't cool outside your circle, don't say it. Period. It. I don't have to know that yeah. you say it. Nobody has to know how you say it. When you around your friends, it was a whole thing like with, with Louis C.K. and Chris Rock and Seinfeld and all of them. It was like he was around his peers and he was comfortable saying that word around them. That doesn't mean it was cool for him to say it around nobody else but them. That that's all it boils down to. You can't get comfortable enough where you feel that you can just uh, brazenly tout that word as like you're one of us. You're not. You'll never. White people, here's a, here's a lesson. Don't say that shit outside your immediate circle. That's it. See, Keep that, that shit spins, within. That spins into another layer, though. Because and I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I'm trying to find a way that we could, we can wrap this up. But that spins into another layer, though, because there are white comedians that say it within their act, but generally, it is you. It's generally crafted around a well-written joke that has context attached to it, to where it's not generally said. All the time, but like that's Louis C.K. The ginger Mexican should have kept that. Between his <laughs> a lot of people don't right. know that Louis C.K. ain't white. But and then too, within that circle of, it was caught on video. Right. Once again, like Hulk Hogan, but this one was more public than the secretly taped shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The yeah. secretly taped shit. But generally, there's 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 comedians that will only use it in the context of a joke and generally the joke is well written could now morally we could say that it you could still leave it out but sometimes it it lands it leans into that punchline to where it's like if you can understand comedy and just understand the comedic context is placed in 
it's kind of a different Jamal. I don't know if you agree or not, but that's it's kind of a different level of pass in a way. Comedy is always a different level of pass, and you know, I, I hate censoring comedians. Um, <clears throat> but just like most things, it's your delivery and how you say it and context. But, mm-hmm. um, com- yeah, comedy is a whole different lane, it's a whole separate conversation because comedy is supposed to be a safe space of use. And, and and humor man and so I and so I hate legis I, I hate legislating comedy but um, I think it's a separate conversation Brian said George Carlin, you're right Brian said George Go Carlin ahead. was the only white comedian I see to say it without any issue because George Carlin besides I mean Besides the whole barbecue pass, because <laughs> besides the whole barbecue pass, George Carlin, if he did say it, it, there was a level of intelligence behind it. And it was within reasoning of the joke. You know, again, he, he wasn't out there. And, and two, he was out there fighting the good fight with people. Right. And the government. And against, like- you know. It's like Jamal said, comedy courses many different boundaries that people think are done in bad taste or just sour on general general opinion. So that's just like the landscape where you can kind of get away with saying crazy shit in 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 a, in a sense of comedy. But outside of that, it'd be taken completely different. But you see, you see how TJ almost said slipped up. In bad taste of genital opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and on and on that note, I think we tied. I think we done. Yo, this was this was what I expected it to be. No hate, no nothing. See, Tyrone, you didn't have to get stitched on this one because we laid it right into your face. Yo, in your face. That sounds hateful. That sounds a little not hateful. at all. Are you gaslighting me? We had to we we had to bring it back to the Hall of Justice, aka the Hall of Just Us, and hash it out with the brother to let you know you was right and where you was wrong. And we still walk away like men, as we say, we put the beer up, bong, you know, cheers and all that. And it's what it was, what it was. But like TJ said, the moral of the fucking story is don't bring that shit outside your circle, stupid. Big O, you know what to do. Thanks. You was late. You know what to do. Yeah, I was, man. My bad, man. I was I was asleep, man. I'll be honest with you. You know, yeah, shout out to Uncle Nearest and them. Shout out to Uncle Nearest, man. Yo. Yeah, they they will they will they will start getting my money from now on, man. But uh no, nah, great show, man. I enjoyed this. I I, I enjoyed the the back and forth, man. Different, different uh, views on this, on this opinion. Um, you know, none of us are probably gonna stop using the word nigga because it's our word, man. You know, it's so that's just what it is. <laughs> no, man, but great show, man. Great show. I enjoyed this, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to uh, all all the all the uh, all of our friends that that chimed in. Um, can't wait till next week, man. Pass it on to Jamal. Yo, great show, y'all. What's up, Facebook world? Happy to be back. Um, good show, y'all. Um, you know, peace up, big O to the listener for stirring the pot as usual. Love it. Um, <laughs> TJ and the mayor, 
uh, Peace to Ishtar, Disabled Planets, and uh, was the last one. Oh shit! What's what's what's, what's Bigo's favorite album? Oh, was it? Um, Ill Magic. <laughs> Ill magic. <laughs> Ill magic. Yeah. Ill magic. I've been giving I've been giving I've been giving you shout outs on your absence. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. I wanna, uh, yeah, I wanna just say that I'm 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 happy for, for platforms where I can actually like come on and defend myself and, and be allowed to stand on my business and be allowed to, you know, get get the fire and get my thing, you know, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. It, it, it's all good, but I like to have that forum where I can say what I need to say and 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 get some feedback. That it, it's always enjoyable. It's always fun time here. Um, I like the fact that uh, TJ shit be fucking up, and so that be giving me the hooks back. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be good. I get the hooks back. So. Yo, keep my Wi-Fi jack, dog, because this is my box. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we yeah. had a good time, and uh, that's what it is. And like I said, the discourse, disagreeing, not yelling, moving furniture, whatever, we're smiling and being cool at the end, and, that, and that's the main thing. And I do also want to say shout-out to the fans that showed up today because I had a a lot more people talking a lot more shit, and I had a lot more people that said they were going to show up to, to, to rectify the situation. They didn't. So for the ones that really showed up, glad to be 100. Thanks for keeping it real, and uh, see you next time. See yeah, you yeah, yeah. Another good show. Another good show. This was great. This was great conversation. Ty keeps dragging that aluminum chair around so he can get beat over the head with it. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> he likes when motherfuckers jump off the top rope and smash his head off the move with the chair. He, 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 he runs with he instead of the free hug sign, it's the free chair shot. <laughs> he calls for the abuse every week. I love it. And you know, it, it makes for great conversation and great a great show, great entertainment. So I appreciate all that. Shout out to all the people in the comments today, Brian, Ed, Curtis. Y'all, thanks for coming through and giving your opinions and, and you know, keeping it funny. This was another dope show. Oh, JG, big big Dan. This was great. This is what this is what keeps me coming every week. And I love it. So yeah, you know, as long as we keep doing this, it'll never die. So I'm loving it. TJ threw back out one of my my high school names. This is only the high school folks called me Big Dan. Because I was always the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yo, big up to everybody. Welcome back, Facebook. I didn't really miss the place, but fuck it. I wanted to see the world burn. That's why I came back. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, we're going to keep coming back to here, man. I thank y'all for the participation for sure. You know, the viewers went up just by coming back to Facebook because I guess, you know, typing in another few characters in a different browser was hard to do with YouTube and all. But I digress. Um, yeah. Hooksrub.com <clears throat> has been our sponsor now for most of this year. The best, some of the best seasonings in the world made by a black man from Texas who lives in Utah. So you got to support one of five black men in Utah. White Wakanda, you call it, right? 
Go to <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what, um, the, Harry Spears calls it the white man's Africa. <laughs> but Who got to up. say that, Dan? Harry Spears himself. <laughs> the comedian said it. And like you said, go to hooksrub.com. Use our code starting five for 20% off your order. Help the brother Jared out. Go so go also give uh hashtag blackout podcast a shout out too while you're at it. Um, but yeah, man, this was this was dope. This was exactly what I expected it to be. Tyrone once again thinks says he, he wants wins, but we always humble the brother each and every episode with love. <laughs> with love. He's gonna get a W one day. He's gonna get a W one day. We like Chuck. We like Charlie Brown when uh, Lucy pulls the ball away from him when he's going to kick it right now. That's where Tyrone is. We hit, we, hit, we hit it with the Geico commercial. Oh, no, you got to be quicker than that. Got to be a little quicker yeah. than that. But it's all, I said, though, it's all good. This was a dope, nice two-hour, almost 2.30, but this is what we do. This is what we've been doing. But you niggas haven't been coming to <laughs> Well, fuck with us on YouTube. Fuck with us back on Facebook. All the other streaming platforms. We've been around. Next year is nine years for the Star and Five podcast. And once again, we're the real Star and Five podcast. Because I just sent the brothers a message. A celebrity started to name his show the Starting Five podcast because they're talking basketball. And celebrity can get celebrity names, talents, whatever. Who cares? Tried. Did it. I have documented proof, even though I never legally went to get the name. This has been us forever. And it'll be us forever. Until I don't even I can't say until we say we're done. Even though I almost quit a couple times, but this ain't dying like TJ said. This this it's too easy for this to not die ever. So until then, we'll be out. We'll say peace. And we'll see you monkey fuckers next week. Peace. 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 Keep niggas in your circle.